The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. On today's episode of UFC Unfiltered, my buddy Phoenix Carnavali is here. Say hi, Phoenix. What's up, guys? I, I thought you were going to say hi, Phoenix. Every time I say that, I, I try to set it up for that. Also, wait a second. Besides you, Phoenix, the great Dean Thomas calls in. Don't we have fun with him? We love him. And also, Cub Swanson calls in. He's fighting this weekend. Verse. Hanato Moicano. Sing it. Hanato Moicano. It means a good time on UFC <laughs> Unfiltered. Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Sahudo. What? You can hear that? Quiet. <laughs> Edit that shit out. I try to get names down. Sorry, before I was going over again, because I always say Shahudo when I say it fucking wrong. It's so. Uh, say it again. Sahudo. 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 I know how to say Henry. And we're and, probably all saying it the very white way. Oh, let's introduce ourselves. Hi, everybody. I hate to say the third person thing, but this is Matt Sarah. That's right. The same one who's a Hall of Famer. And this, <laughs> former champion, and this is my good friend, Phoenix Carnavala. Yes, Phoenix, MMA personality. Uh, commentator, uh, 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 martial artist. There's a couple of Muay Thai fights. How many Muay Thai fights you have? Five, only five. Oh, only, f- only five? Yeah. You know how many I have? None. Yeah, but you got a bunch of other stuff. Like, Damn you know, right. I shot, the, fuck, I shot the fucking world, Phoenix. <laughs> you don't got to make me feel good about myself. <laughs> <laughs> fucking vain. No, I'm only kidding. I'm so happy you're here. I'm glad to be here. I love coming here. Yeah, do you love coming yeah, here? Yeah, no? it's good don't to just see say you and catch up with you and... I haven't you know? seen you in a hot minute. And and for those people that are old like me, that means like the kids nowadays, they say the minute, but it really means a long time. Yeah. I just don't know because they might say, oh, a minute's the short time. And I, they don't know. The, just the, like literally and figuratively. Just like that. Sometimes I, when I look over to you, I, was, I want to know what's going on with you. And I feel like saying, so uh, Phoenix, what's happening? And I feel like, I feel like Dr. Evil, when he talks to his- uh, Number two? Not number two. The, the lady who's but you're not annoying like Frau. her but I feel more like him when he turns to her and goes so what's happening that Frau. type of thing her name is Frau Do the kids nowadays know what the fuck Austin Powers is I don't know there's so many references I make right? that I think are lost on people it has I to reference be. Wayne's World all the time I like Wayne's World well these kids gotta go and, and do some research if they are young kids listening to this yep <laughs> right yep. we're, we're expanding your pop culture minds now that I'm in I like saying kid 
You know, now that I'm in my 40s, I can say that. It's I weird. If I said that in my 20s, it's weird. I can't you, say that. When did you know that you were older? Because I, I had a revelation this week that I'm, that? that I'm old. I went to go see Foo Fighters. Foo okay. Fighters has been around for 20 years. Okay? They, oh, wow. Yes. And I went to see Foo Fighters and we I went to the concert. I remember the guy left the Nirvana, but go ahead. Yeah, and we're standing and we're like, you know, uh, just right next to the stage. But you yeah. to get next to the stage, you got to get there a million years early. And like halfway through the show, my back starts hurting, my feet start yeah. hurting. I'm looking at my watch, even though I love the band. I hate concerts. Yeah, it was rough. I'm, it was I rough. am. I'm not as fun as you think. See, that might be fun going to a concert. People are like, man, that's fun. Let's go to a concert. Nah, because we're not short me. and we don't like crowds. It's that's like, why. That might be true because I don't like clubs either. No. Even and though I went to Du Bois. What's that place I said the other day on Long Island in Franklin Square? The, what is the, it? Du Bois. It sounds like a bank that'll screw you over. I forgot yeah. the name of it. But it's nice because it's like outdoors, indoors, and it was like a crowd where there's younger and older people than right. me. I'm like, holy fuck. And it was it was nice, man. I want my wife and some of the cousins and stuff. It was uh, her cousin Felicia's birthday. But that I like deal with something like that. And but then afterwards they were going to another club, Minnesota's or whatever. So crowded and long Can't beach. Do it. People were out there just looking. They're hunting. They're hunting. Do, you, do you think? Do you think it has a lot to do with a martial artist too? Like when people are in your personal space, it like sets off I your spidey it. senses, I, and I, you're like, I hate. I just hate dealing with drunk people. Obviously, yeah. if you see that, <laughs> I just don't like being around people that are just obnoxious, close and talkers, trick. and they yeah. spit on you. And it, yeah, I think the alcohol and and brings out the. It brings out different things in different people, right. but you can have a great person or a good person, and when they drink, they just could be a totally different person. It's true. And, you, and a lot of times, not for the better. So I like to just, you know what I like to do in Phoenix? Play video games? And watch, and yes, I love fucking video <laughs> games. I'm, hey, listen, the people over at Vive, hey, nobody talks about this video, the, the reality, uh, uh, virtual reality more than me, the Vive system, Vive that I love, but I'm having issues with my scanners, so... I my, my I can't move around. <laughs> we we'll get that. We have a lot of talk about today. We have Henry Sohudo. <laughs> I didn't expect and, you to say scanners. I'm having a problem. Well, I, listen, listen. They're like uh, they scan the room to see where I'm at, uh, and, right. I, and I can't go the right way, and it's not allowing me to play my games. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, it's a very important skill because this week I was with the U.S. military and I was in Fort Eustis, yeah. so they were showing me their weapons department and basically oh. how like they shoot, and it's a video game. Oh, listen, hey, back in the day, I'm with you on that. Back in the day, I did something for the troops. Ages ago, it was probably around a decade ago, and uh, and they put me in a tank. It's a little different because you're in a tank, but you're looking at like a, a video game. You're mm -hmm. looking at a screen of things and you're shooting off to the side, but you're in the tank. Yeah. So you know, I am a commando. Besides being a martial, I artist. was pretty I good, know. man. I was. Yeah. Good. I was even better than Pat Militich at the shooting. It was oh, like I like when it you, was a lot of fun. I like when you name drop being better than a former champion. <laughs> exactly. I'm you. so proud of myself. <laughs> And Pat Milton is fun. back in shape, I see, right? He is such a good instructor, man. Yeah. Like, I learned so much stuff from him. And uh, he was teaching the troops and stuff. I learned a couple of things. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is, you know, he's, definitely. He's, he's, a, he's an old school guy like me. I fought on many cards with the, Pat, the great Pat Milicic. Um, Wait, now we got Henry Cejuto, and we also have Cub Swanson. Yeah. Supposedly, I'm saying. Okay. Do you know why? Because <laughs> on the other side, you know, see the guy on the other side of the table, our producer, Chris? He looks, he looks, he looks more, he looks pensive right now. He, he looks, looks a little panicky. And it's so great. <laughs> I love panicking. it. Well, you're not panicky, but, but are we talking to these people today? Maybe. But he's yes, good at his job. We might. We yeah. might. You we know might what's be. Going, he might not have the number. But listen to me. The people, be, they like the behind the scenes shit. But what yeah. we can do is, so. we can call Dean Thomas because we know we always pick oh, up the phone shit. for you. Oh, shit. That's true. You know what's funny about that is I did talk to Dean Thomas. And 
I was talking to him yesterday uh, a bunch because Dan, uh, because um, the new uh, Phoenix, the new sh- uh, Dana White looking for a fight in Memphis yeah. episode came out. Don't don't touch that button, Phoenix. Don't don't oh, don't. I, I got to do Phoenix. it, Phoenix. No, don't. it's it's I don't worthy. Need the applause, it's, you had to do it. You need the, to do uh, the it. The Memphis episode. And uh, did you see the episode yet? Or no? Not yet. No, I watched them on my yeah. flights. Thank you. Thanks for backing <laughs> no, me you, up. You you give me what? something to do while well, I'm I mean, on my on the you flight. You know, I I. I if you were on a reality show on YouTube that gets millions of hits, I'd be one of those millions of people. You were my first ever See, reality show interview. You were my first MMA interview. It has nothing to do with me being on Dana White looking for a fight, the Memphis episode. <laughs> and stop it, you're embarrassing I'm me. I'm sorry. That was Christopher Dixon. I didn't mean it. You guys keep hitting that button and you're making me blush. The show is excellent. But anyway, Dean Thomas called up. We were talking about that. And uh, we had a fun time on that. I, I, I like Dean Thomas a lot. It's like you, you, you like him as well. Yeah, I think I do a lot. I, do. I don't want to say you like I do. him. Don't just say you like him. I do. I like him. No, we see. Okay, Is he annoying? So, not at all. You guys have such great personalities for for what yeah. you do, especially for that show. Because you know, in improv comedy, they have this thing called yes ending. Which yeah. is you have to say yes to things so that you can make the improv improvisation keep going. So like if we're doing an improv together and I'm like, oh my god, watch out for the aliens, and you're like, no, what aliens? Can then I, you kill the improv. You, you kill, I would love to kill the improv, <laughs> and I would love to kill Dean Thomas's improv. But the but and the idea. I want to kill him when he does the improv. But when you got what you guys do is pretty much improv because they throw you in situations on this show and you just got to go for it. You do got to go for it. And I do believe in that. I want to talk. We got. We have to talk about the fights this weekend. If we got time to kill, give me my phone so I can text Dean Thomas while we're yeah, doing we this. Yeah, we can call Dean Thomas later for sure. Yeah, because he won. He was like, "Yo, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna call in tomorrow." And I kind of killed it because I thought. <laughs> yeah, we I thought, No, I thought we had. I thought we, I go. Ah, we got two guys calling in. I wasn't giving him the hi hat. That's my buddy. But I'm <laughs> like, ah, man. I go. We have two guys calling in. I go. I don't know if that's gonna be a circus. And now we don't know if we have one calling in. But no, listen, no, no, no. hey, listen, hey. What would you like to talk to Dean Thomas about? Who's fighting Cub Swanson? Let me see. Hanato Moicano. Well, say it again. What is it? Hanato Moicano. Say it again for me. Hanato Moicano. It means no worries. <laughs> I, just, I did it earlier and it really la- you made laughed at it because it's like the Lion King and we laugh at stuff like that. And look, look who lo- didn't like the joke because it's look at the crosser's table. I thought it was great. I'm just, I'm texting. To he's try to get the he's working. Listen he's doing his job. I, he's a tough dude. Hanato yeah. Moicano. He's a tough dude, and he had a good fight with uh, Brian Ortega until he got caught with that guillotine. How many losses? What's his record, please, in the UFC? He's oh, wow. Tw- he's 12-1-1, one, one. so the, the only loss is to uh, Brian Ortega. Ortega. Once again, I didn't get my... I mean, but you he, know what's he's funny not about that? super well-known yet. Phoenix, let's yeah. hear... Did I get my, my... Did he answer my question? Did he answer my question? What? I'm not being a dick. I'm not being a dick. He thinks I changed since I got in the Hall of Fame. My thing is this. <laughs> I go, I go. what's his UFC record? And one. I go, what's his UFC record? Well, he's 12-1-1. and, and, one and one. They go... Oh he's four and one in the UFC. All right, he's four and yeah, one in the UFC. I, that's more specific. Only because you know, I mean, shit. I had eight fights before I got in the UFC. I smoked everybody down like I like a doobie, and they sucked a lot of them. I don't even count those fights. You don't. Well, you have to. Well, I do. Because there was, like, you, no get your, class. you get your. Ring. I did fight a tough Russian dude, but listen, you get your ring generalship in there. You're right. You're right. I got to show some jujitsu. You know, but it wasn't like fighting Shoney Carter. who had like a hundred fights when I fought him. Right. Anyway, I like to know the UFC records. He's four and one, so he only lost to Brian Ortega. Correct. Who did he beat? I'm making him work now. Calvicator. He has a win over Jeremy Stevens. Okay. Uh, oh, he has a wait, wait, wait! Don't just say. How could you say that nonchalantly? It's a split decision over Stevens, but he has oh, a win so over it's not Stevens. a big deal. He has a oh, win great, over great. Jeremy Stevens. Yeah, that's fucking impressive. Very impressive. I, me and Phoenix thinks it's impressive. Obviously, you don't. 
Does he? He's getting shit. He's yeah. getting shit. Why have Phoenix back me up? We have, we have fun. This is our, we have this little thing going on, me and Chris. He never gets mad. He, knows he doesn't. He knows it's for the show. Because I can't attack you. We get along too well. I know. I get along with him too, but sometimes he tries to crack the whip. I have to fight back. <laughs> <laughs> so we're moving soon. This we got to find out. I gotta, could you let me know the subway? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna situation. Have I will be very you know? specific for you. Yes. And now I can even walk to. I could walk to work. So nice. That is nice. But you lose. You gonna... lose your good um, listening time. Right? What do you listen to when you're? Oh, I'll show you my Pandora list because I'm with it. I'm hip. We have the same. We have good musical taste, though. <laughs> I know. I like the party. When, but I could walk if it's if it's past Forty Second Street. I could go to what, what's that? Forty Sixth Street. What, what is Midtown Comics? Yeah, it's on Forty Third. Forty. I, think. I missed it by a block. Or Forty. I love that first. place. Yeah, there's gotta, there's two. I could make that part of a routine or so. Oh, I thought I lost my phone. Oh, I'm I'm texting Dean Thomas as we're doing this. There's so much going on on UFC Unfiltered. We have so much fun. We do. There's lots of topics. So much stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about the fights this weekend. Do we have Jimmy's picks? Yes, I got his picks yesterday. And so we're all set with that. Um, well, we can talk about uh, that Dana gave a little bit of a report from Max Holloway. And then Max Holloway, basically, he... What's, uh, up, with, what's up with Max? Well, Dana said that it you know, was positive. His health and reporters, uh, he said to the media, I threw in a scrum during uh, Calgary. And he was just saying he's good. He's doing well. They gave oh, him uh, they gave him a time frame, which is what definitely is, a good sign. What's the time frame? Why are you keeping us in suspense? Well, Dana didn't know the time frame, but he and he wasn't <laughs> going to. Fuck! Yeah. He you guys, knew that the doctors you misled everybody, including myself. Yeah, he knew that the doctors gave Max a time frame, oh, okay. but he didn't. He wasn't aware of like whether they said, "Oh, end of August" or whatever. You know. Yeah. Know. All right. Well, well, non-specific, but at least they know. Like up. the time frame means like he's not just. Dis- they're not saying you can never fight again. You know. Yeah. How's That's your, a good thing. How's your auditions been? They're good, man. You know, you gotta, you gotta make, you gotta make there. them fun. And I, I did seen, doing some commercials. I haven't seen you in that stool commercial. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen you in that meeting. Awesome. It was the most money I've ever I was paid. So happy. I'll paid. never forget it because I was away with my wife on I think our anniversary or something. We were staying at some castle, which sucked. I mean, no. What? I, How does that it suck? It, it sucked. Boo. No dragons. Castle That's Long why you're Island. Upset. I, forgot, I forgot the name of it. My, I forgot the name of the place, but my buddy got married there too. But they all, oh, you stay in a castle. They had some other people. They like put us in the hallway for like our food, like in the morning. They're like, oh, they have a, some other like bar mitzvah took over to some shit. I don't know what happened, but I'm like, yo, I'm paying a lot of money for this shit. Why am I in the, like, the by the elevators? <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? Boo! I need Castle in Long Island and fucking Syosset. I forgot the name of it. I don't want to totally kill him, but. Because the, the guy was nice enough. but Maybe boom. that was King boom, Huntington. Boom, boom. And the windows didn't open up in my fucking, in my room. Well, I, mean, I wanted to smoke a little herb and get drinky with my are... wife. Let me have a party, people. Let me have a party. Now, who am I hurting? Who Can't the windows open up in a fucking castle? I mean, do you see windows in Game of Thrones? Like, no, there's no, no it's Putin, not, it's not a real it castle. Goes. It's not a real castle. But Game of Thrones, they don't, they don't have AC either. So fuck that. That's true. <laughs> anyway, can we get back to business? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what mon- were we talking about? Monkey business. Ah, we're having fun. <laughs> Phoenix. Phoenix. Yes. How you been? I'm good. I mean, yeah. I want to hear. Just hanging out, you chilling, saw working. A new mo- Wait, oh wait, did Dean Thomas get back to me? This fucking guy. He makes like he's not standing by the phone. He's fucking waiting by his phone. <laughs> Dean Thomas. I love attacking that guy. We go for a carriage ride in a new episode of That's romantic. For- it might be. Did you, did I'm, you- I'm totally su- listen. How could I not be secure with myself? My two of my best friends are Jimmy Norton and fucking Dean Thomas. Yeah. Did we offend this guy? Why no, I don't think I don't know. Once he's, he leaves, we're gonna yeah, talk he's about probably him. gonna make a phone Does call. Does he hear us outside now? Maybe. He probably put it so we could. For the people at home that don't know, Christopher Tusa, 
Hundred percent panicking. You can't. He can't hear me now unless he put this shit outside. <laughs> Phoenix. Hundred percent. He ner- can edit this. Listen. He's a nervous nilly, and he's worried. <laughs> Could you hear me outside, you fucker? He's okay. doing his job. Well, listen. He's worried about people not calling in. Guess what? I'm not worried about. You don't care. I don't. I know. I, I like these guys. We I love, can still. Cub's we can still a good talk guy. about. Cub's well, a friend of the show. Cub calls in a bunch. We talked to Cub a bunch. And Renato. Oh, he's not calling in. Renato Boyano. <laughs> the fuck am I saying? Henry Sudo. Of course, Henry. Sohuto. So I said it right. So yeah, I love saying that name. He's a powerhouse, man. Short, stocky, powerful wrestler. Good hands, heavy hands. I mean, I wonder what he's gonna do different different this time. I mean, I kind I of know. been in similar shoes, except for not fighting the guy first. It, it faints like, and I fakes know what to get like in to go for the takedown. I don't know. So it's like, you know, I what what could he do different? Throw caution to the wind, you throw a huge overhand, right? Fucking, what do you sum it up? How I got the title? <laughs> I think you summed up my my secret. Well, when we talked, when that happened, you had told me that you had worked on that power of your rear hand by throwing the medicine ball oh, over and over again. And a, if there was a training montage, there would be uh, like when Daniel's son is when Rocky's running the mountain and yeah. when Daniel's son is doing painting the fucking fence. I'd be throwing them this like medicine ball at the, but it was bouncing back, so it wasn't one of those. It was like a round. Yeah, yeah, like I know a, what you're talking about. Hard one. I know what you're talking about. But it was heavy. And he'd like, throw it like you're throwing your right. And Longo had me whipping that up against the wall, whipping it up against the wall. Just so it bounced back to me. Whip it, whip it, whip it. So that's what I'm How saying. Like, what kind of strategy do you so have amazing. against Demetrius Johnson who really has it all and sees a lot of it coming? And he's just really good with his angles and his footwork and it just his striking gonna, I mean, and mixing it, it up. I mean, it looks DJ like is it, just like... I mean, he is on that level. Yeah. But... Listen, you can't get a title shot and not believe you're on that level, you know? It's exciting, though. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, those are, those are good fights. I mean, I know that, like, you hear with the fans not caring about that division. I don't know if that's necessarily true, it right? It got to it's the point just... where the guys, it's almost like Demetrius is too good for everybody, it seems like. But, hey, man, Shruto, uh Sohuto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. He just beat, uh, did he just beat Sergio Pettis his last He did. Fight? He did, yeah. And he Sergio did. Pettis is looking really good lately. I mean, and Sergio Pettis is a very well-rounded fighter. It's just that, you know, Demetrius is just, it's just such a tough puzzle to, to crack because there's not a lot of openings anywhere. No. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? No, like he keeps getting And his better. conditioning is really good. I forget that Joel Jameson, I think, is the name of his conditioning coach, or used to be. Mm-hmm. And they had this CRV training where they work like your heart rate variables. If you watch the, the countdown shows, it's my favorite freaking Demetrius thing that the UFC does. Yeah, and and the, you'll, they'll show his conditioning, his cardio conditioning. They use every machine, the Jacob's Ladder, the, they Yo, use what about everything. That, what about that uh, <laughs> that arm lock? That oh, the flying, the well, arm, well, a kind a of a flying arm take bar? Down, Not, yeah. Take down. Like, and then grab the arm uh, in midair. Into, yeah, into unhooking that arm and just laying down into that arm lock. He said he hit that a lot in training. There's so much stuff that, that Demetrius probably still does in the training room that we didn't even get to see yet. I believe that. Yeah. And I really think Matt Hume is one of those guys that's a guy creative. That's not taught. Well, he was a great fighter in himself. Yeah. I mean, he was uh, way ahead of his time. He actually beat Pat Militich's. He might have hit mm-hmm. Pat Militich's first loss. I'm not sure. But I know they fought. And it was a very technical fight. It would be technical nowadays. Yeah. It was totally, it was a lot of stand up, elbows, knees. And uh, I think he bloodied, he bloodied Militich up. Militich was in the fight, but 
But I mean, he was and he did well in Abu Dhabi. This is Matt Hume I'm talking about the the guy that's behind Demetrius Johnson. Yeah, you know, because Demetrius Demetri Johnson gives him props, but he's kind of a soft spoken guy. Mm -hmm. Both of them are. But that guy, I mean, people talk about all these other coaches. That's a guy that people, and because he doesn't put out a ton of guys, it seems like, you know, that I mean, that might be another reason why Demetrius is so doing so great. Yeah. I mean, that's all who matters. He, I mean, he had this great quote during the show. He was like, I know that people say iron sharpens iron, but it also breaks it. And he fuck just. What does that mean? Meaning that, like, he, <laughs> he doesn't have all these crazy sparring partners, but he's probably not also getting hurt or vying for attention or competition, you know, at, in his gym. I didn't hear back from Dean Thomas, but try to get him because he, he, he's excited. Yeah, we'll asking you. Text him too. You know, because we got a little bit of time right now. But uh, Phoenix, let's talk about what we're doing now. I, do you want to wait to talk about the fights, or do you want to talk about some, some, some gossip, some effing rumors? Let's, uh, let's I like talk to talk about, about anything MMA, anything UFC, and I'm excited for this weekend though because last weekend was such a. Uh, I had fights on Friday night here in the city at the Capitale. You know mm -hmm. what that is, and I had it's a, it's it's kind of annoying. I like the Capitale. The, for the fights, but it's like downtown. It's hard to get to. Yeah, you're not you know, parking. I have to take a, the, the, yeah. a couple subways, whatever it is. But yeah, the park. I drove home, which was even worse. If you missed the train, the only the problem with taking the train into the city is going home. If you miss time, it you, you're screwed. Yeah, you got to wait for like three hours. If you miss the one o'clock, you yeah, know? you're hanging out, sitting next <laughs> exactly. to a bunch of rats, exactly, and a couple homeless people, and then the pizza is calling you over there because it's the only <laughs> thing open but anyway so i had that i had another guy my, my guy manny fighting in, in philly i had my sarah barbecue annual barbecue i had a busy weekend this weekend i'm looking forward to just chilling out for i think we're gonna go see that teen Titans. i'm gonna take my kids to see that teen titans movie. oh they'll like that oh they're gonna like that i'll probably like it and then uh i'm sure i will and then i'm gonna uh i'm gonna uh watch these fights on saturday night ufc 227 August 4th, this Saturday. I can't wait to see the... What do you think about... I know we got a lot to talk about, but the Dillashaw versus, uh, versus uh, Cody uh, Garbrandt, what do you think about that? I know, only because... I know we're going to do our picks later, but let's just talk about that real quick. Well, I really... Because I you know, love Dwayne Ludwig and you know TJ's movement and footwork and boxing and them coming from Boss Rutten and yeah. you know, that whole lineage... I, I love that fight, but Cody Garbrandt, just super, again, creative, great hands, great boxing. He w hurt his back, and then that was his first fight back, he's right? He's been pretty adamant. So, like, he's not making excuses. He's right. a fine line between doing that, but the truth is the truth. So it's like, yo, man, he's basically saying he fought him coming off the couch because he was been banged up. That's true. And he had a phenomenal camp, this one, and he seems very confident. Such a very good confident. matchup. The first fight was as close, I mean... It's, it's arguably, you know, you, argue, you could argue that he was going to, he got saved by the bell. Mm -hmm. effort. You could argue it though, because only TJ knows if how hurt he was. But he did come back like a champ and, and take care of business. I don't know if there's a fighter in the game as confident as TJ Dillashaw. He's confident to the point of just to the line of cocky, but it's not, but he's, He's he's really a great fighter, man. Yeah. I mean, look what he's done. What does Bruce Lee say? It's not bragging if you could back it up. Damn right. Yeah. I can rip Camoras. I'm not bragging. I'm not bragging. <laughs> you can back can it up. I can rip it. I can yeah. mount trunks. Not more like <laughs> That's what I can do. Yeah, I really get. It's proof. But, uh, you know, with I mean, it's, they got two guys that are extremely, extremely confident, but TJ does have a little bit more cushion with that. Like, in other words, 
with Cody, there is a little bit more the hunger more, and more, drive. Well, I mean, you, you could say there's the pressure of of uh, of losing that belt for TJ, but there's also that pressure of Cody saying, "I right, man, if I lose this one, that's two in a row. There's no more trilogy unless I have to go back and really mess people up to make a case for myself again." Which she's definitely capable, capable of. Doing. of. But the, the, no, that was something that I was yeah. reading about. That was fascinating. I forget where I read it, but it was an article saying that nobody has ever gotten a third title fight against the same champion in UFC history. So, so for Cody, like you're saying, there's pressure on that, right? If he loses to TJ for the second time, it might be different with those guys because yeah, they're young. You hang and, out in the number two spot yeah, forever. Yeah. Like if you look at Gustafson, right? Gustafson is so close, so close, so yep. close, so many times. Same, same situation. Yeah. But losing that second fight is right. You know, makes it exponentially more di- impossible, actually, in some ways, to get back to a third title fight. So that's so. a lot of pressure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the bad blood, and uh, you know, TJ. Who knows what went down in sparring? I mean, I know I saw that one clip of the thing with sparring, but these guys worked with each other a lot. So I mean, I guess they both got to concentrate on the good days they had in sparring. Also, you know right. what I mean. And and so with that variable, you know that sometimes you do better on a certain day where you're taking this risk against that guy, or that risk against that guy. It's it's there's so many variables. I mean, yeah. think about if you had the same fight with someone once a month for a year, how different would you it, both be towards the end of it? And and for the people that are just with the with the uh, the, the the short memories, they look at the. Look at Cody versus Dominic Cruz, man. That's fucking masterful. Yeah. And when they and they did break dancing, and I love, popping and locking. I, in I love when they did that to the uh, with the. Um, they did a video of him like doing a lot of shit to like. They put like some. Uh, they 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 did it up where it is some like like not special effects, but they added some shit in there where like. He's doing dance moves and like to the music. They did some nice uh, clips of that. They cut that fight like, up, like to Planet Rock or something. Oh like that. yeah, they did some good <laughs> shit, man. But it was so awesome, and and he looked like he was getting into a little bit of that in his fight with with TJ until he got caught. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So Dan Hardy does a great breakdown with John Gooden. They do it. It's like a half hour. And they yeah, Hardy's down. great at that. Fantastic. Yeah. It's really worth watching before the fight because it, it shows that. And it's like at a certain point after TJ hit Cody with the, the high kick, Cody got emotional. And instead of being loose like he was against Cruz where he kept emotions out of it, it seemed like he was going to be... Yeah. Uh, too emotional going into that fight, but he wasn't at all, and it was a, a brilliant performance. It could be that it type didn't of happen thing. against TJ, so you got to he's got to manage that. You Where know? you have a feeling out period for the first round, which is what I thought worked for Jose Aldo the last weekend was that the first thirty seconds looked like the beginning part of a video game when you haven't t- pressed the buttons yet for them to yeah. start fighting, and it was like okay, he's calm, he's cool, collected, he's scanning like. Jose Aldo always did where he's getting your timing down and then he found it. Yeah. And then that just beautiful that body was, shot. That was an amazing. Well, I mean, but, you know, and, and again, Jeremy Stevens was doing his, he was fighting his fight too. Like mm-hmm. he was in his face. That was, that was, an, that was awesome, man. Yeah. I, I was happy for, for, Jose for Aldo. Aldo. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, he got, he got bad beatdowns, man. I mean, those those two fights with Holloway, you're talking about? Yeah, with Holloway, of course. Yeah, yeah. he only lost three times, right? He yeah. only lost that, and then that one with Connor. I mean, Max so, Holloway's really hard to fight. I mean, yeah. he keeps you at the end of his punches. He knows Oof. how to use his range. He really is great with Can't that. Can't wait till he gets that all that stuff done with him medically. He gets back. Scary. He is fun to watch. Yeah, but uh, no, I, with Jeremy Stevens though. 
that, that was, a, I mean, there was a point where he had Jose up against the... Uh, cage? Up against the cage. Yeah. And, he, and you're like, oh, man, it's going to land. And that was a matter of who got who first. But the manner of that right hand up high and then boom to the... Uh, right stay, right hand to the head, left, yeah, left to the body, to that liver was so cool. Well, even then, he was doing jujitsu back down on the floor. Like when they, he would go to try to finish him and then he was sitting like he was going to take his back and he started hammer fisting him. I still think it might have been a... A tad premature, but I don't want to shit on the other guy's victory. I mean, because he was looking like he was moving still, but again, I wasn't, you know, I'm watching yeah. it from here. The ref's closer to me. And they hear it. They hear the breathing. They, they see, the, they they see, see the athlete's eyes. A lot closer you know? than we do. You yeah. know what I mean? There's certain refs you talk to and, and they explain why they made a decision and you're like, oh, I didn't see his eyes roll behind his head. I didn't hear the noise. I didn't, you know, I had a, fr- a friend of mine, Chris Wagner, is a referee, he does a lot with, with glory and stuff like that. He says before he talks to the fighter in between to see how their voices change and how their speech patterns change. You talk to a guy and he talks like this naturally. You know, when you talk to him yeah. during the fight and he still talks like that, that's how he sounds. But if he sounds you know, normal and then he sounds like that the second round, you're like, oh, this guy's something's up. Yeah, or he could be just in the midst of a fight and his fucking adrenaline's going. So he could yeah. be talking a little different than he talked to you at the park. <laughs> to let Wagner guy to calm down. I'm only kidding. I know, I know Wagner. I used to train with the dude. Yeah, we used to do some cardio. Well, me and him, Longo used to he used to he used to be a kickboxer himself, a champion mm-hmm. on the on the on the Long Island. Chris the Cannon Wagner. That's right, another short bald guy like me. And Longo <laughs> used to put us through some uh, cardios together, you know, because he was trained by Longo back in the day. Small world. Yeah, he loves you guys. You know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's really martial, good friend of mine. The martial arts is a, is a beautiful thing, isn't it? I think so. Right? I Just like so. comic books. What What do you got for me? Uh, I wanted to ask you something. So I don't know if you saw it. Mark Henry uh, came out over the last couple of days. and He came out? He's, first of all, he's married with kids. And I, I don't think you should be saying <laughs> shit like that if it's not... What are you saying? He... Took the blame for oh, the Eddie my Alvarez. bad. <laughs> he took the blame oh, for the, the Eddie Alvarez to 12 to 6. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah. And it's actually kind of crazy. There's a clip, if you watch, where he's saying, throw an elbow, throw an elbow, and he does it 12 yeah. to 6, and Eddie does the same thing, yeah. and that got the stand-up. I, I mean, I don't necessarily think oh. that that's Mark Henry. Like, you can't really No, I, he might have been that, gesturing but, elbow, elbow, but, but you know he, you can't he do didn't that. necessarily yeah. mean downward striking elbow. Yeah. You, had, you had people still arguing that he shouldn't have been stood up even with that elbow. But you know what I mean? But yeah, I think you got to stand him up. I mean, I mean if it, it's almost like if a guy, like, got the, like, he he went. They they should start somebody on the floor if the guy grabs the thing, or if they, you know what I mean? It yeah. Grabs the cage. It's like what you know what I mean? Which they don't do. They usually just take a point away, or, or they give him a warning. Yeah. But was there warnings before that? He warned him while he was on the ground because Eddie was like, "No, I hit him on the shoulder. I hit him in the shoulder." No, no, he didn't him warn him then. Then he stood him up right. Yeah, it was just a, it went from the twelve to six to and to a them stand being up. standing yeah. up. Okay. I mean, Eddie probably would have rather take get the point taken away and just keep right, the position. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. So listen, does that mean we get another fight between them? Because I, I would watch it again. I would. I would I, watch I, them fight I, each other I, again. I would too, but he, but I think that, that was, was a clean finish. Yeah. He put a he put a very, stop on very that. clean. He stood him up, and hey, man. Listen, there's been, I mean, he did throw the elbow. I mean, at the end of the day, he did do something illegal. So whether you agree with the ref or not, it's not like he just stood him up for the fuck of it, which they do. In that case, I'd be like, yo, that's happened before. Where I I, I can't pinpoint the fight, but there's been times on here where I'm like, yo, this guy stood this guy up when he was dominant. He ended up getting knocked out after that. Shame on that ref. So there's times I'm definitely like that. 
this time not so much only because Eddie was in the wrong whether he took Mark's advice or not yeah and Mark's the one thing I'll, I'll tell you this about Mark Henry is that he's a very uh, emotional guy with the fighters and it's because he cares very he really much. really cares and he, that's his he, family that's how he, he was, sees it yes he was doing nothing he wasn't doing it malicious he was you know he's in the foxhole with his guys and with his guy and he was looking just to help him and he didn't even mean that type of elbow from what I heard he yeah, wanted him to bring elbow across, yeah. but it's kind of hard to yeah, show. Yeah, for sure. So no, but that's yeah. what I mean. So for it's 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 nice of him to stand up for his fighter and kind of take the yeah. blame for it. But he, but you know, he wasn't right. saying specifically this elbow. You know, he was just saying throw elbows from where you are. Yeah, but, but you look yeah. up and you see him doing no, of that. Course. You're in the midst of a battle. You might fucking yeah. Yeah. Then again, if he's like put your fingers in his eyes, he's not going to do that <laughs> shit. <laughs> right. Well, the real the real you're question the guy is, that pulls the trigger. On what should, should that twelve to six be illegal? And Joe Rogan's always talking about that. It's not. Yeah. It makes no difference with twelve six or. That's 11 not. I mean, to 5, you know. I don't think that's the the, the real. I mean, I think it, it's in already the, in the effect. back of the spine, absolutely. Yeah, but if you're sense. hitting somebody in the collarbone or you know the shoulder with it, I don't know if that's such a big deal. It hurts. Nah, I think I think they should take that rule out, but the rule is in, so I think that's yeah. not the real question. The real it is a. I think they should take it out, but you can't say, oh, well, that's a shitty rule anyway. Uh, are there the are there rule. any rules yeah. that you I, think are ridiculous besides that? I get confused with the whole one hand's on the floor, one hand's not. I'm all still that confused shit. about it. I don't it. know what the fuck's going on with that. But right, uh, well, now you got to have both. I mean, if the new rules are adopted, you have to have both. You have to have fists down or palms down right. or anything else. So if your your knee is down, obviously you're down. If, and that's to know. the head. Yeah. But to the body, you to can, the body's always fine. Can we please call my friend Dean Thomas. What are you? We're, we're actually going to call Cub in five minutes. So okay. All right. All right. All right. We'll talk to Cub because I want to. Yeah. I, I want to have more five more than five minutes with my buddy Dean Thomas. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to get Henry. To be honest, we're having a hard time getting in touch well, with listen, him. But we'll get Cub and then we can hey, call Dean if you we want. get Cub. We yeah. talk to Dean. I'm a happy camper. That's a show, right? I agree. Hand me my phone so the, the audience can know what we're doing right now while I do that. So got... let's talk about, give me something to talk about. Give me some rumors because I think we should get into oh, the fights. Conor McGregor on TMZ. It. What happened with Conor McGregor on TMZ? Yeah, Conor's in New York, uh, but he doesn't. He, he doesn't want to do the show. He didn't want to talk to you now. He doesn't want to do the fucking show? <laughs> no. Come on, man. Why not? Well, he's... I would love to have the dude in here bullshit with this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, Connor's tough to tough to get, tough to reach. What is thirty thirty? Oh wait, I guess I'll tell you on the air. Yeah, more fair about where we're going. Ah! Okay, <laughs> I got somebody asking. Um, so but anyway, me. yeah, you were. No, saying about- he 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 said you know something pretty nice actually. He said he was really happy for Jose Aldo and you know to see the joy that he had after after the fight with Jeremy Stevens. And he said you know it's a crazy business and he's gone through a lot of stuff and he's happy to see him come back. And you know that's see like Conor McGregor has. The, the the Conor McGregor who's selling fights and then he has like him as sort of an analyst himself about fights which he's brilliant at you know and I I'm very very hard on Conor McGregor I'm not gonna lie I'm I'm harder on him than I am with a lot of other athletes and it's because he has the most potential for greatness and influence so when he does some shitty shit I get upset with him I get really really upset yeah I hear you I've been thinking a lot though like is he 30 yet? 29? What is he? Yeah, he's 30. Yeah, he's he just 30 turned 30. Now. It sounds different when you're 30, doesn't it? Yes. Well, I mean, I guess, listen, I guess he's not that young. He's not as young as I thought he was. I mean, when you are young with all that power, he's still young. When you're young and you have so much power, I mean, you're in New York, people make a big deal about it. I mean, that's, I don't know, the guy's got to have a lot of pressure on him. Hopefully, the people around him, his family and everything just keeps him on the straight course and whatnot, his kid and his yeah. wife and whatnot, you know? I mean, I want to see the guy back fighting like everybody else does. I feel like it's he fun. has to come back because no matter 
all of the great things that he's done, he still never defended. And to me, what makes someone truly a champion is cleaning out a lot of the division. And there's you a lot of said things. That to me, and behind closed doors, you go, Matt, you got the belt, but you really never defended it. So don't don't walk around. And I go, you know, you're right, Phoenix. I'll stay humble because I was getting cocky, and now I don't. You know, I, I really, I never. You weren't, defended re- you weren't, weren't responding to my calls, and I was hurt. Oh, listen, it, it's it's a. I, I'm a humble man because of that. But anyway, uh, we uh, want to try Cub quick. Let's see. Yeah, let's, let's try Cub. It. And Cub is fighting. Could you put it up there, please? Because I like to say this guy's name. Hinato Moicano. 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 Which well, I still just think people we're that saying we know who he is. Hinato Moicano. <laughs> what a wonderful it. name. What a wonderful name. Hinato Moicano. He means ass kicking <laughs> for the rest of your days. You'll never be the same. It's Hinato Moicano. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is like pitch perfect. A with me judo and toss. All right. Is this the great Cub Swanson? Uh, yes, it is. Hi. What's, <laughs> Hi, Cub. Phoenix, right? I was about to How's introduce us. What's up, man? You were Matt Sarah and the great Phoenix Cannavale. I'm using great a lot, ain't I? Yep. What's up, Cub? What's going on, guys? How Now, listen, I mean, I know you're doing press like a mofo. I'm sure you are. Now, let me let me ask you. You're fighting Hinato Meccano, and the guy... Let me ask about how this fight got put together. Are you, are you just the type to just give me a name and I'll show up? Because I want to know the motivation behind this fight because you're, you've are you been fighting some high-level, you know, you've been having some high-profile fights as of lately. And you're you're definitely a name. People know Cub Swanson. People love watching Cub Swanson fight. But now you got this guy, Anato Makano, who's extremely dangerous with one loss to the very dangerous Brian Ortega. People don't know him as much. And he's the favorite in this thing. What? Tell me about the motivation and how this got set up. Well, I mean, a lot of people have been calling me out, and you know, obviously they're they're trying to make a name off of me. And um, I just got a chance with Frankie to fight somebody ahead of me, and uh, everybody else was kind of tied up at the time. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'll fight one of these guys. And uh, you know, they had tossed around uh, Zabit and and Hanato, and I was like, well. I'd rather fight Hinato. He's he's ranked higher than Zabit, so um, you know I'll fight Zabit later. And then also I didn't want to fight in Russia. You know, well my <laughs> twins were going to be born, so uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, put me in L.A. I'll fight Moicano. Uh, I know he's dangerous, but I I think it'll be a great fight. And is that what it comes down to—the love of the fight itself? compared to even, oh, this guy doesn't have a big enough name where guys are like, nah, why should I fight him when I'm more well-known? Is it just really that, that that's what it comes down to? Like, you're yeah, not gonna, yeah. I know, it's like stylistically, I know it's going to be a great fight. Uh, it makes me excited to train for the fight. And I know that, you know, the fans are going to get, you know, what they expect from me when I, when I go out there. Cub, when you break that down and you look at it versus style versus style, how do you describe yourself and then how do you describe him as and, and as opposed to styles? Uh, for him, I think, you know, he uses his length very well. He's kind of a, you know, touch-and-go guy. He, he kind of runs a lot. Um, but, I, you know, he plays the game. He, he, he you know, gets the points and, and uh, usually gets the decision. Um for myself, I think, you know, I've kind of got a wild style, very unpredictable. And, um, you know, at the heart of it, I can really change up my style. I can fight going backwards. I can fight going forward. Um, you know, obviously, if 
needed to work on my wrestling and, and grappling. And I've been doing that, and I showed that in the Funky Fight. Um, so I, I, I definitely feel I'm the most well-rounded I've ever been. Let me ask you about, about training now, Cub, because when I was 34, and dude, it's not old at all, believe me. I was knocking out Trig at 35. I always like to bring that up. But my point, my point, <laughs> sorry, my point is this. When I was 34, I was... I want to know if training's different for you now compared to like when you're 24. When I was when I when I was training at 34 is when I had the worst injury of my life. I'm not jinxing anything. I'm knocking on some wood right now. It, I blew my back out. I was training for Matt Hughes, and I would have guys like start me in like the crucifix position. One of my stocky wrestlers, heavy dude. So I'd have to start every round with that. Get out after five minutes. I was doing suplexes on the same dude for 30 times and back to training. Just really physical, hard training. And I ended up blowing my my freaking black back out because I wasn't my body was a little different than it was at in my twenties. Are you noticing anything anything different as far as with the physical stuff with your training? Are you change, changing anything around or not yet? I, I've just been a lot smarter, and you know, I think in my twenties, I I learned what it was to overtrain and just you know go hard. And I I think it's kind of important to weed out uh, the people that aren't going to make it in the sport by overtraining and things like that. You really see who the tough guys are. And then once you really establish yourself, I think it's important to really understand your body and go, okay, let's train smarter, not harder. And uh, that's why I um, ended up joining up with uh, the training lab and, and coach uh, Sam Calavita, where it's, you know, more math and science based our training. And he knows when to push us and when to pull us back. And I really feel like at this age, uh, it's important for me to be smart. So I'm eating better and I'm training better and I feel the strongest, fastest I've ever been. You're training with TJ, right? Aren't you training in camp, both of you guys at the same time? What's that been like? Yes. Uh, it's been, it's been awesome. You know, we got, uh, me, TJ Dillashaw, um, Juan Archuleta and like Aaron Pico and, and, um, Georgie Kanakari and we got, just really uh, very competitive guys in the, in the garage when we train. And it's like, no matter what workout we do, we're trying to beat each other. And uh, it's like a competition all the time. So we're, we're, we're pushing each other to the max. And, and I'll tell you right now, TJ is even in better shape this time than he was his last fight. That's impressive. That's really impressive. Is that new? You training with, with uh, Dillashore? Is that just lately or... Um, yeah, that, so this is my, my first like full camp, um, with, with them. I did the last two camps were like half camps. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I just, I'm, I'm in California full time now. I don't want to leave the family and go to New Mexico and, and be far away. So, um, I committed full time to this camp. Uh, we trained all the way through and, uh, yeah, we, we've been pushing hard. You're expecting twins, right? When's that? Yeah. Congrats yeah. on that. That's yeah, amazing. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So my, my daughter Royal is 11 months and, uh, the twins will be coming, uh, within, you know, probably six weeks. Oh so, my gosh. So yeah, usually it's, it's possible they'll be born on the same day. <laughs> oh, no. It's funny when you have like, a, a, like kids a year apart, they call that Irish twins for some reason, but you're having twins. So what do you call this? Right or wrong? Uh, Did you ever hear that? Yeah, it's Irish triplets. Is it Irish, yeah, it has Irish to be. triplets? Uh, do you know what the the that's gonna be yet? The, the boys, girls. Yeah, they're identical twin boys. 
Wow. Oh man, that's that one. That's amazing. Wow. Are you done after this yeah. with that or no? Yeah, yeah. When, when like, yeah, when, <laughs> while you're in there, that's you know, sure that we're done. Okay. Let's take one, care of that real quick. Okay. One, right to three. I got three. My wife wanted one more, and I, I don't do it often, but I was tapping out like a son of a bitch. I was like, no, nah, I'm done. I am done. Factory's closed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we we only wanted two. Really, we just wanted a boy and a girl if possible. And then we got a, a, a girl first, and then we got two boys, and we're like, oh, okay. All right, well, yeah, we're done now. For sure done. How, how's, the, how's everything with Hanato? Do you guys, is there's, there doesn't seem to be much animosity or anything like that. How is, like, the whole fight week building up into it? Um, I've never met him yet, and I haven't ran into him yet, so I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll see on, like, media day. Uh, we'll have to face off, and we'll see if he, you know, tries to be tough or whatnot. Uh, I'm always going to be myself and, you know, I'm confident I'm the veteran. And yeah. uh, so I'll just be me. Does it make a difference at all whether you like the guy or not? I mean, I, listen, at least for me personally, when I felt there was a little something, I always liked it better when there's a, this, a guy was just saying he was going to do something to me or something. I'm like, oh, I would just fuel me for training. I'm like, oh man, this, you're going to do that to me, mother? I would just get so, and it would amp me up compared to a nice guy <laughs> where I'm like, ah, I still yeah. train, but it's just not the same, yeah. you know, because at the end, end of the day, yeah, it's a fight. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah, yeah when, when they talk a little crap or they say something a little disrespectful, I'm like, all right, dude, you know, it, it does motivate me extra. But um, if they're nice, then, then it's all respect and, and I train I train my butt off and, you know, when I get in there, it, it, that goes away real quick. You know, it's just respect before and after, not during. And, uh, you know, but if they do talk crap, it, it definitely makes it a little easier, a little bit more fun to, to give them ass kicking. You still have a scary uh, stare down, though. I don't know if you remember, but years, years, years ago, I did like a little piece about like the stare down and we, you and I faced off. And you scared yeah, the shit out of me. Maybe he just doesn't like you, Phoenix. <laughs> I know. No, but it's like very, very intense. It's like a very, very intense focus. So I wonder, do you do like meditation or anything like that? Like where, where do you, how do you get your mind right before you step in there? Um, I, I definitely uh, get my mind right. I, you know, be, before the fight, I'll be backstage. I'll be warming up and, and, Usually there'll be a time where you're just kind of waiting to see when you're going to walk. Uh, usually not a specific time unless you're the first fight on the like the main card or something. Um, but yeah, I'm just usually pacing and and just getting in my own head. And usually sometimes I'll just look in the mirror and just look in my own eyes and be like, "All right, give myself a pep talk. Like it's, it's time to it's time to do what you say you're going to do. So go out there and do it." It's amazing. No matter how many times you you make that walk and you have that and you have a fight, every it's its own unique experience. Even with all the experience you have, you still get that that same bit of nerves where it's the unknowns about to happen. Even though you know what I mean. Even if you did everything right, yeah. Oh man, yeah, yeah. And every every fight's a different journey. It's it's, yeah. it's incredible. And uh, when people say, "What was your toughest fight?" or "What's what's your favorite fight?" It's like, yeah, well, there's the tops, but every every fight has a different story every camp has different injuries and different things going on it's like uh it, it's it's hard to pick one because they're all their different stories and in the week of the fight like right now what do you what do you i know you have this obligation you got to do the media and whatnot and certain things you got to do with the cut and weight what do you do to get your mind relaxed and a little bit 
off of the fight, even if you do that? Like, how do you relax yourself the week of? Um, I feel like this sport and just some of the things I've gone, you know, on in my life, it's, it's kind of prepared me to to be able to just, you know, separate uh, mentally. So I, I do a good job of just relaxing and not thinking about it too much. I think about the task at hand. Um, same thing I've been telling my, my wife, uh, Kendall, with the twins. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's not stressing me out that they're coming because I'm just taking it one day at a time thinking about <laughs> Yeah. You know what's today? What's tomorrow? I'm not. I'm not worried about them screaming. You know, two two months from now. You know, so I think taking it one day at a time and and just not really freaking myself out. It yeah. it, it makes it super easy. And then when you know when I'm backstage getting my hands wrapped, then then it's time to turn it on and and really focus on uh, the task at hand. That's a great. That's a great outlook. All right. Yeah. Well, I have I have a couple questions for you before we go though. Okay. So I, how do you see this fight ending? Is the first one I'll ask you. Tell him to show his hand. What are you telling him? No, I just yes. want to know, like if he, because he's visualizing, talking about his mind, or whatever. Do you, do you picture anything? Do you picture it being a submission or a knockout or? I uh, definitely picture a knockout. Okay, and then my other question. This is just a nerdy because I'm a nerd. Me too. If after MMA, if there was any martial art you would study besides mixed martial arts, or what's necessary for the octagon, what would you do? Just one pure martial art? Yeah, anything. Like, I don't know. It could be like something, something weird, like C-Lot or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I would just go back to the roots of, of gi jiu-jitsu. And uh, that's, what, that's what the older guys seem to do. And slow it down, do gi jiu-jitsu. You're getting an applause for that, <laughs> Cub Swanson. You are getting, you know why? Because I am an older guy and that's all the fuck I do. <laughs> that's all I do. I got the gi back on and I'm sweating and taking limbs. And I love that answer. I'm a Puerto Rican, so I'm really enjoying knives and weapons right now. Well, so. I'm, not, I'm not touching that one with a 10-foot pole is what I'm not doing. Listen, I, <laughs> listen, Cub, I want to thank you for, for once again uh, talking to us. Uh, we want to wish you all all the best this weekend. This Saturday, August 4th, it's on the Dillashaw versus uh, Garbrandt 2 uh, on what is it? UFC, UFC 227. Yep. Should let you do the plug. Cobb, thanks so much, man. All the best. Uh, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. You're always fun. Bye, right. Cobb. Thanks, Cobb. Later. All right. We love Cobb, man. I like Cubs him a lot. He's like an exciting guy. And I feel when we talk to these guys enough, it, it's, they do, it does just feel familiar. Like, I mean, it feels like we were talking to him yesterday. When did he fight Frankie? Uh, so like that was just back in, April, yeah, in Atlantic City, I think yeah. April or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I like seeing Cub fight. He's a good dude, family guy, and uh, and I got to take a leak. Go ahead. We'll be right back, we'll everybody. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to seven hundred bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base. Up to a $699 value, that's $699 for free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price. Plus, take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. 
What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up. An epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points back-to-back essentially close-out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph in a lot of transition. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. All right, so what a good time with Cub Swanson. I'm looking forward to that fight. He don't care. Underdog, he's got the bigger name, fighting a dangerous guy with one loss. He doesn't care. Cub Swanson shows up to fight Phoenix. Yeah, man, people try to make a name off a name. Like me, so at they the, have a name. Like me at the next Marvel movie, I show up to watch it. <laughs> He shows up to fight. It has nothing to do with that. But um, you, before we get into the picks, I want we got to do a movie minute really quick for you. Okay. Okay? She doesn't have a thing. So Chris, the producer, uh-huh. sing her a movie minute. Make it original. Make it original. Bam, 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 Phoenix movie minute. All right, I'll take it. No. <laughs> what do you want me to do? No. No. I'll take it. I'll take it. No! No! Why don't you try one? You sing it. You're you the try. singer now. Come on, you give you it a shot. You don't want to sing. Go for it. Her name is Phoenix. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. And she's got a movie minute. No, it's not a movie minute. No. I got to do something different. What did you call it? It should be more rap. It should be more rap. should be more Wu-Tangy. It, I, I don't do the Wu-Tangy. I, <laughs> I just sing kind of like a show tunes thing. Oh, I'll take it. <laughs> All right, let's just do yeah, a minute. Kind of like a West Side Story Let's thing. not make it a movie All right, hour. let's just make it my movie minute and you can take it over. Does everybody need their own song? No, yeah. what, what, here, but right? it's not my movie minute. Phoenix's movie minute. Hi, everybody. It's not me. It's Phoenix today, and she's going to do the movie minute. I'm going to talk about Mission Impossible. Ooh, the new, what's, that's what it's called? What's the, what's I the name don't know. Uh, Mission Impossible. Blow what? shit up, Mission Impossible. No, that's not Fallout. the name of it. Fallout, that's the name of it. That's yeah. not the name of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Mission no, no. Impossible, Is it? Fallout. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right, and can I just say something before you get into your movie minute? Yes. Uh, the, the, I put well, you forgot. I, what, you guys stop when I forgot what I was gonna say. You fucker. <laughs> I'm sorry, Phoenix. But my, my, what I'm gonna say is the Mission Impossible movies. I love the first one. The second one with John Woo, I fucking hated the eh, motorcycles and yeah, shit. Not fuck, good. fuck off with that shit. I don't need pigeons in every movie. I don't need that. What? It's pigeons. He's got flying pigeons. All right, I, I, I forgot about the pigeons. I just said that so just, Italian just now. I just, I just, I just, pigeons. So he's, he's got a pigeon pigeons in the movies. Let me. Can I just say that I think Phoenix, the the Mission Impossible, they kind of remind me. Not I feel about them how I feel about the Transformer movies. You've seen one, you've seen them all. Nah. It's the same shit. No, no, no. It's not that I don't like it. I seen me one on when he was under the water and he drowned. Yes, but he really did that. He can stay on the water for like seven minutes. Tom Cruise is an alien. I'm telling you, something's up with Tom Cruise if he's got. 
if he's got computer Gills? parts in there, oh, because he he why doesn't he, he play Aquaman? First of all, if he can stay under he this flew alone. the helicopter. He didn't bro. do all the helicopter stunts, but he flew it. That's for me with my Aquaman joke. That was a chip joke. Yeah. That was a chip joke. <laughs> he drove. He drove a motorcycle into traffic. Well, you dr- I want to drive into traffic. He, listen to me. <laughs> Let's get back to the movie. I don't want to hear amazing. about it. All right, listen. I know you might go for your next audition to a Tom Cruise movie. Stop kissing. Can you just please get I, you the have, business? You get have the to business. kiss Tom Cruise's ass no, if you I see don't. the stunts in this movie. Even though he was money in the outsiders. First of all, he jumps over a building. If you watch, he really? actually broke so his foot. So does Superman in yeah, a single just, bound. He no, broke his yeah. foot. And the footage, it's the real footage where he breaks his foot right. and he runs off the camera. I don't want to hear about the making the of the fucking movie. Right. I love you. I don't want to hear about the making of the movie. I want to hear about the movie. Okay. Because so, I heard it was crazy. I heard the, the making of Waterworld was amazing. But that movie sucks. Another movie I just showed my <laughs> age. Kevin Costner. The Outsiders in Waterworld. Nobody yeah. <laughs> fucking knows it. I'm not a millennial. All right. So tell me, the movie, did you enjoy it? Doesn't What's even up? matter what the plot is. You're just like, all right, somebody well, wants to sh- end. I don't care This about is the-, the plot all the time. Somebody wants to end the world. Oh. How are they going to stop it a second before well, it's about to end? you're agreeing with me. Yes. But who cares? Because the action <gasps> is so good. It is good. And the music comes on. Damn. Anyway, so so okay. Well, this is how this started. I had only seen the first one, and then I heard the other one sucked, so I didn't want to watch. You never seen any of them? So my no. So my boyfriend was like, "I'll download them all for you." I ate a gun. There's like eighteen of them. I was on a flight, and I started watching them. I didn't realize what my face was doing. There? There's like five. I didn't realize what my face was doing as I was watching the movie, but I was high. So <laughs> on the plane, on the plane. So yeah. the woman sitting next air. to me tapped me on the shoulder and was like, "I'm sorry, I have to ask you, what are you watching? Because you're really into it. You really got <laughs> I was into watching it. it. Yes. And what were you up to? Which one? I was. I think that was like Rogue Nation or whatever was the one that I watched last. I don't think I saw. So Rogue I went Nation. to see this one. And of course, I didn't have any edible weed because I don't do that unless I'm on an airplane. Okay. And I'm I don't watching judge. Allegedly, it. Allegedly. Yeah. I don't Allegedly. judge. Yeah. But it was freaking phenomenal. The, the, Henry Cavill, who plays Superman, still looks like Superman as you're watching this. You're like, why is Superman? I've seen the commercial when he's, he's, he's sent. I don't There's give a it away, fight scene in the bathroom. I've seen that on the commercial. Where the choreography is just so good. If yeah. you're a martial artist, just seeing what they do. And my boyfriend's a stunt guy, so I like overanalyze these movies now because yeah. of him. But the fight scenes are great. It's just really good action. It's a popcorn flick. You're not going to leave with the meaning of life, but you're just going to be like, holy crap, how'd they do that? How'd they look do that? How's that? The girl in it is badass. Sorry. I, it's, it's got the, yeah. the Phoenix seal of approval. So yes. you liked it. I love it. I so love it. it was better than the second one with John Woo. When he, when he totally, did. because once J.J. Abrams started producing them again, he brought back all the cool things did about he? Mission Impossible, which is the gadgets and the mask. I didn't know he was involved. Mask. Yeah. He's you know I like uh, The Force Awakens. Yeah, we know. Better than The Last Jedi. We can't bring that up, Matt, because... Luke should have been there. Anyway, (laughs) so that's it. That's my movie minute. How many pee breaks? Is there a lot going on? Should you not take a there's uh, a there's a there's a pee break moment after the big bathroom fight scene that you could take where it lasts for like twenty minutes. But otherwise, no. It's good to know. Just stay around for that fight scene in the bathroom. My buddy Jimmy Norton's got the bird bladder, bladder of a bird. My little bird, Jimmy. Yeah, he's like a little the bird. the greatest movie ever, he's taken three, four bathroom oh, breaks. Oh, that's not matter, a good yeah. sign. That means he's not absorbing his nutrients. He needs fan of the show. Fan of the show sending me a message. How come you're not 
is it hot in New York? Because you're not wearing like sleeves and stuff, and Jimmy's dressed like it's winter. Like, oh, he's like a little a little bird that needs to keep warm. That fell out of the tree. I don't know. All right, listen. So, people, if you want, I'm not telling you to see because I I don't know. I'm, the jury's out with me. I didn't see it, but I do trust my good friend Phoenix's opinion on both fighting. Tom Cruise does most of his own stunts. It's amazing. I don't, give a f- <laughs> I don't care. Telling you. What does that got to do with the movie? The stunts. I heard Kevin Costner was killing it on that fucking jet ski in Waterworld. Has nothing to do with that shitty movie. If you appreciate, sometimes they do these action sequences. The Postman? And you're like, how do they do this shit? Why am I talking Kevin Costner? You're really stuck on Kevin Costner. Can I I tell you, when when Dances with Wolves is on, I can watch that anytime. That's a great movie. It's a great movie. You know, he's hanging out with the Indians, gets a girlfriend. <laughs> That's how I he's alone. He's he upset. A girlfriend. Hangs out with a coyote. All right, listen, everybody. It was a good show. No, we got picks. Yeah, we got picks. picks. We got picks. We got lots and lots, lots of picks. picks. UFC. Fighters, this Saturday, it's lots. Fucking, we're going. So going. Out of control. Out of control. <laughs> Give us the picks. What do we got? First fight, Thiago Santos. And his last fight was a rough one. He was doing well up uh, up until that fight. I don't know how many fights he was winning. He beat Anthony Smith, if I remember. Yeah. yeah. And he beat somebody else that I'm going to remember in a second. And then he got taken out by... Uh, Barbershop Branch. Barbershop Branch, man. Yeah. David Branch. I don't know if he likes... I got to see if he likes that nickname. He's a buddy of mine. He I don't probably know, would. I love David. First of all, David Branch. He's good real. For, I want to get him back dude. in here. Yeah, we'll get him. I mean, he's fighting Jacare. So when? That's, uh, that's at the Garden. November. Oh, we'll get definitely get him in here. Yeah, we'll have him before that. But. I, like, I like David Branch Very a lot. talented. Uh, Diago, he knocked him out. Diago Santos is... Only because I saw my... Wait, hold on. He did knock out Diago Santos, David Branch. I'm not, not to get off him right away, but he's got... He hurt Luke uh, Rockhold in their fight before he made that... Horrible. Listen, I love the guy, but he made a decision to clinch him after that, where he could have fucking possibly put him away. Yeah, that's going to give him a newfound confidence in just his stand up. So I can't wait to see Branch back again, especially for Jacare, because both standing now and on the floor, it's very interesting. It's incredibly very interesting. Yeah, it's a great fight. I'm going to be there. Yeah, but back to this fight, Diago Santos. I don't know. Tell me about Kevin Holland. I know he did very well on. He had how many fights? He had one fight on, on Dana White's uh Yes, yeah, so he was series? on the first episode of the Contender Series this season. He won the fight by unanimous decision. Yes. Did not get a contract, but... But yet he's in the big show. Yeah, because the Gustafson fight uh, against Vulcan, Uzdemir was supposed to be on this card. That fell off. They couldn't, you know, there was the whole back and forth. They couldn't That's get the why, replacement you know, fight. Fighters got to stay ready. And uh, so then this fight was put together. And yeah, Kevin Holland's getting a huge opportunity. And he's here. got a lot of fights uh, outside, it looks like. Yeah, he's uh, 12 and 3. This is the thing. There's a lot. There's experience, and he has experience. Yep. There's knocks people out, and he knocks people out. But there's also that octagon UFC octagon experience. Now, how old is Kevin Holland? Let me see that. Uh, I'm I do not that. see that on there. Twenty. He's twenty five. He's a young gun, man. Yeah. How old is Thiago? He is thirty four. Mm, experience versus the uh, young gun. Yeah, I mean Tiago's got you know fourteen UFC fights. He's yeah. so he's he's been there. I'm gonna go with Tiago. Yep. How does Kevin? What is Kevin's losses? Uh, let's it's take a three look. losses, right? Yeah, but what? Yeah, are they? he has a unanimous decision loss to Curtis Millinder, who we know is a really tough stand-up, you know, yeah. striker. Uh, and then he has a split decision loss to William Florentino. This is back in 2016. Uh, oh, that was a Muay Thai bout, excuse me. Oh. 
and then he has a rear naked choke loss and unanimous decision loss. Right, so, so he's, he's got two ne- decisions he's never and been a, knocked he's been, out. He's been choked out. Right. Yeah. He's, never he's been what now? Out. Been choked out. Never, he's been choked yeah, out. He's been right. choked out. All right. Now, Thiago Santos is a black belt in jiu-jitsu, if I am not uh, mistaken. Does it say it on there? I believe he is. He is a purple belt. What the fuck am I right. talking no, about? All right, but he's a purple belt. That's horrible. Well, he's hitting, no, that's not horrible. He's a purple belt. Yeah. It's halfway to Jedi. But uh, he does like the, he does like the he does like the bang. Yeah, Muay Thai black belt. Yeah. No. He keeps saying that the Muay Thai black belt. <gasps> well, what is it? What's it supposed to be? Yeah, nothing. Like there's no belt in Muay Thai. But, I mean, they give out armbands now, but that's okay. just something in, that they really fairness, kind of developed. People, people do make up their own shit. I yeah. mean, I know I don't know how it is with the traditional Muay Thai. You would know more than me with that. But that's what she's referring to. But somebody in their own system, like they people come up with their own MMA systems, and right. somebody's all fucking red well, belt. They created that. more of the armband system now for Muay Thai, but it's I I like the, more I, adapted recently for Westerners. I gave some black out, black belts out this weekend at my Sarah BJJ barbecue. <laughs> Congratulations! I, I, I believe the belt, like I believe in it, like it should be. You should get some kind of recognition for all the time you put in and the level you're at, this and that. Incentive but, too. But at the same time. Like I believe I'm a fourth degree, but so I might be have to be should be a fifth degree. I don't give a fuck, and that's not in a bad way. It's Hensel gives me something tomorrow. That's great. I, I thank you so much. I love you, but I just love jujitsu. If yeah. that makes sense. So you're training kinda, not for I'm belts. Kinda, you're training because well, you just want to be I, there. No, I'm training because it keeps me uh, sane <laughs> and dangerous. I gotcha. You know, I might have to protect my family. All right, so let me ask you this What's before that? we go into picks, though. Go ahead. What, if and and you cannot say jujitsu. Any other martial arts style that you could study, what would you want to study? Ninjutsu. Really? We had that guy in here, Scully. And uh, what's his name? Sully. Sully. From oh, Godsmack. From yeah. Godsmack. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. the guy who, who... The guy came in here, you know what the first thing he said? <laughs> the guy what? who landed the plane. He goes, yeah. hey, uh, just so you know, I got a brought a black belt with me in the other room and in a... And then, uh, if, in case you guys get wise. He said, he said that when he first came in. Come on, this is funny. And then... Uh, I go, oh, wow. And Jimmy's like, well, what is he training? He's like, oh, he's a nin- nin- ninjutsu. Okay. I'm like, yo, make sure that dude don't have no fucking throwing stars. I fucking, make sure I don't hear a, <laughs> get a fucking I mean- dart in my neck. <laughs> Fuck off with your ninjutsu, Sully. I'm only kidding. That guy was in here. And then he was saying that was favorite guy. I thought you were going to say Kali, because I always picture you doing Kali. Me? Yeah, I thought you'd be good. That's at funny. It. I, I I would always think like if I couldn't do something, I I'd picture either like some doing practicing with a knife or yeah. practicing with a stick because I could see. Longo's I used, I used to like that. Longo is good at yeah. that. I used to like watching this thing on. Uh, you heard of these guys? I'm sure. They were very pretty radical back in the day. They would mix in grappling with stick fighting. It's called the Dog Brothers. Have yeah, of course. Heard? Yeah, the Dog Brothers were some bad motherfuckers. Yeah. and uh, I believe they from 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 Cali somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they would train with the Machado brothers a lot. Yeah, they're in Osanto, all of them at her. They would do a thing where they'd start with a stick, and they'd start with stick, and then they'd tackle each other and strangle each other. Well, you've seen like the Raid Redemption and Raid, those movies, and it's all sea Yeah, dude, it kills roaches dead. So listen to me. (laughs) All right, let's let's go back to the fight. Sorry. (laughs) I'm saying the Now I'm the one who's going off. I know. You got to control yourself. Sorry. I I don't want. I'm just going to say, I'm going to take Tiago Santos, and I'm going to say this one's going to be a freaking bond burner of a fight. That's what I'm going to say. And I say it's going to end in a second round KO, and I think Tiago Santos is going to land that shit. I'm 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 close to with you. I say Tiago, but by unanimous decision, and I think it goes all three rounds because I think Kevin Holland's not going to be that easy to 
No one said shit about being easy. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be right? easy to, that easy to take out. I, by the way, I like your, I just noticed on your little book bag, I'm looking right past oh. you. Sorry. You're stretching out a shirt like it's something on it. It's sorry. <laughs> it's a little, it's a cute little uh, Princess Leia. Yep. What are you showing me? Your backpack? No, I had oh, I had She Ra on there and it fell off. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, Princess of Power. Yeah, she fell Let's go to All the right. next go to straw weights. So uh, let's talk about the well, straw weights. So I have Jim's picks also. Oh, so, okay. uh, Look at Phoenix. Jimmy is taking uh, Tiago Santos by first round knockout. Okay. Um, and I'm going to do the same thing. I just think it's the nature of how he fights, and I think that's how the fight's going to go. No, so, I right. wanna, now I want to say first round. I was going to say first no, round. No, it could be a feeling out process. Well, I mean, Santos is coming off a knockout. So first of all, little... I don't want to say first round because now if it is a first round, they're going to say, oh, you wanted that anyway. Or they're going to say, if it is a second round, they're going to be like, oh, but you were almost with us and you wanted to. And then Phoenix turned you. No, I make my own decisions. I'm going to say the second round. There you go. All right. What'd you say? I said it's going all three rounds. <laughs> all right. Uh, did you say something? You said first round. All yeah. right. Next fight. Put it Pollyanna. up there, please. Uh, we got Pollyanna Viana versus JJ Aldridge. Abrams? <laughs> yeah. JJ who? She directed yeah. Star Wars and then she. Aldridge? Yeah. Aldridge. Tell me about both girls and their UFC experience, please. Sure. Uh, JJ trains out of Colorado with the champ, Rose Nabayunas. So nice. you know she comes from a good camp. Uh, she is two and one in the UFC. She lost her first fight to Juliana Lima. It was a unanimous decision. And then she has two straight decision wins over Chan Mi Jan and Danielle Taylor. Uh, that's JJ Aldrich. And then Pollyanna Viana is one and oh in the UFC. She beat. Maya Stevenson in her first fight in, I don't know when, let's say uh, March, she won by rear naked choke. And how did JJ lose? She has lost by decision, rear naked choke to Tatiana Suarez, who's yeah, we know. real tough. Yeah, that was on the Ultimate really Fighter. And Jamie Moyle also finished her by rear naked choke. So she's got a couple of uh, submission losses there. Hmm. I'm going with Poliana. Yeah, which is Poliana Viana. Yeah. Oh, she's like a jiu-jitsu specialist, isn't she? Out of That's more of her style, yeah. Yeah. You can really do it with any name with the with the thing we did before. Poliana Viana. It's not as better. good. No. It's not as good. No. no. All right, you're going with Poliana. Can't get them all right. Yes, I am. Okay. And uh, I think she's going to get her. I think she's going to get her in that uh, second round with the uh, submission. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go the opposite direction just because okay. I'll say JJ, um, I say she uses her striking. She learns to keep her distance on this one. And maybe she wins by decision. All right. Also, did you see, I know you're into trailers mm-hmm. like myself. Yes, I am. Did you, we're getting right back to this because people want to hear this. There's a trailer I saw for Glass. Yes. Now, Glass, for people that don't know, if anybody's seen the movie Unbreakable, if they've seen the movie Switch, is it? Not Switch. What's, Switch. Is it, it is Switch? Switch? Which is the one he has a lot of personalities, the guy that plays a young Professor X. What the fuck? I think oh, it's Switch. I know what you're talking is it about. Switch? Hold on, hold on. It's not Switch. No. It's something like that. Something How like... do I not know this? Split. 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 Yes. Yes. Nice high five. Okay. Um, I, I That was, I. Not my, the high five threw me off. Glass. Because I said nice high five. Glass. I shouldn't have said high five. Don't nice worry. We're here. Five. We're it back. threw me off. We're back. Do another one. <laughs> Not going to analogy. <laughs> but that was an awesome <laughs> one too. Uh, they, so it's weird. They did this movie Split 
And it was not a bad move. My father loves it for some reason. He's fucking whacked. But he it's loves good. it. He says he watches it every time it's on. But it's kind of... It's kind of it's twi- very scary. It's very, very twisted very, about yeah. a guy with, with like... Multiple different, personalities. Multiple personalities. Yeah. And you think he's bullshitting because he keeps talking about this beast and this and that. And he ends up becoming like this indestructible like monster, this yeah. beast. Yeah. And walks on, walk, crawls up walls. Yeah, and it's crazy, man. So... It's by M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan, a ding dong. No, Shyamalan, M. Night Shyamalan, right? Shyamalan. That sounds like a really bad porn. Shyamalan. 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 It's 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 just one of his movies. So he did all these. So at the very after this movie's over, now you have no. I don't. Do me a favor. Could you look up the the time difference between Unbreakable? And split. It's like an eight-year difference. Something yeah. crazy. Yeah. So then they do like, you know, like in Marvel and these movies where they show something like after the credits. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they did it after the credits. No, or it was during... like right before the credits or was something. Was it right before? Yeah, I think it was. And then he's in a the restaurant. The movie ends with like Bruce Willis. And I'm giving it away because it's been out a little bit. Yeah. And, and then you're not going to get it, this new movie class, if you didn't see these movies anyway. So, I mean, it kind of ends with like tying these movies together which you had no idea. Like they're to- they they're making a reference to the unbreak what happened in Unbreakable, mm-hmm. and about like a train incident and this and that. And right. they were talking about oh, there's this other guy that that was responsible for all this carnage and and what's his name? And also Bruce Willis speaks up. He's like, oh, his name was Glass, right? Yeah. And he talks talking about the Samuel Jackson uh, um, character. Character. <laughs> we'll get back to the fights in a second. But listen, so it's tying these movies together, so it almost makes it sound like. Bruce Willis, who was in the movie Unbreakable, basically a superhero, becoming a superhero, mm-hmm. you know, where he was like indestructible and his only um, weakness was drowning because yeah. he was like indestructible. And he can, he can feel like if something if bad touches, happens, like he, he his bangs body into touches you, somebody, you see all the sins like, they oh, do. He stole the Snickers. Yeah, exactly. Drive. Exactly. That must be a weird <laughs> fucking thing. <laughs> So, I had no idea about any of this. Like, is, I didn't know well, these, yeah, this is actually pretty right. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting. Yeah, because uh, I was shocked. I'm like, how could they tie these movies together? Nobody's gonna, besides me and Phoenix, no, not yeah. a lot of people are gonna get this. Right. But if you do get it, it's like, wow, it's very ballsy. Yeah. It's like, wow, they they do this on this movie where, unless you've seen Unbreakable, how much? It was eight years. That was 2000. Was uh, oh Unbreakable? Yeah. Oh, so wow. when was, and when was Split? Split was in the last couple of years. I, I, so I mean, it, it's yeah. over. A decade since they did the movie. Oh man, that's a right? way longer than I even thought. No, I'm saying it, man, because it's like I was a lot it's younger. It's been over a decade since we've gotten It's like when, I, it's like when I fought BJ Ben when this <laughs> shit came out. Oh yeah, it's funny. But uh, yeah, Split was 2016, so okay. 16 years. So 16 and then, years. Yeah. They that's do a, a that's double what I thought. That you know. Okay. <clears throat> so now they come out with this movie Glass, which is like a trilogy of it. It's like another, and it has all three of them together. And they're talking about it's just it's very interesting. So people check out the trailer. I was no, bringing up this is something I was gonna bring up to you off air, but it says people need to know about this. No, it looks it, it looks cool. really cool. It could be really good or really really stupid. I think we gotta forgive uh, M Night Shyamalan for that movie he did with Mark Wahlberg where the air is bad. Oh, I didn't I didn't bother seeing. Don't that. see that. What, what movie is that? Where the air is bad. What movie is that? It's the most. It's such a great unintentionally funny yeah. movie. So yeah. bad. It'd be like one of those movies they would do John on Mystery Lug- Science Lug- 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 3000 Lug- where you'd make fun of it. Oh, yeah. No, it sucked. <laughs> Holy shit, did it suck. And also the lady in the pool or whatever. I couldn't I watch that, that one, one either. either. <laughs> what the fuck? Did the- right, so he had some, hit, hit, some misses. Uh, but I mean, the ones he got right, he got right. Hell yeah, Six Sense you know? is genius. I love they did the, they oh, the, happening, the, the happening. I like the happening. The happening was not happening. It was no. shit. Yeah. Hot shit. 
They did the they did a, they did the roast but, of Bruce Willis this weekend. How on was Comedy that? Center. So funny. Was it good, Phoenix? So funny. Yeah. It's like so worth it. Yeah. I don't watch. That. I get cringy when I watch stuff like that. Nah, nah. It's Just true. like I don't watch a lot of stand up comedy. I get like. Ugh, oh, like, I love. Stand-up. I get I get nervous for them. Really? No, not oh, some so people. Much. But anyway, uh, I'm looking forward to that fucking movie. Yeah. What else were we saying? Mr. Glass. We were talking about the featherweights. Uh, oh yeah. Cub and. Your favorite. So we made our Akuna picks. Matani. What did you well, no, pick? you t- so you took Pollyanna Matt by second round submission. Phoenix, you have JJ by decision. Mm-hmm. Jim took uh, Pollyanna by decision, and I'm going to take Pollyanna. I also had second round submission. I think okay, good. Uh, good. Follow me. Then we're moving on to uh, Cub Swanson and Nato Moicano. Did you say Hinato Moicano? I did. Yeah. Hinato Moicano. She's done. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I blanked out. I blanked out. I was thinking Phoenix too hard. Phoenix is done with me. I was, no, I, I am not. You're not having fun anymore. I am. I was just, it's hard to go against Cub when it's are not we, are we done somebody. Singing? We, tell me right now. I'll stop. Are we done singing again? No, we could sing. We should nope, sing it's the, done. We should sing a finale after we're done nah, with our fight picks. Listen, who, I'm, listen, this is the deal. People might look at this Hanato Manana. I love saying his name. How do you spell his, how do you say his last name? Moicano. Okay. I'm just gonna say Moicano. I'm just only saying. I, I, you know, he's the favorite. I get it. Cub, Cub, you know, he takes a couple steps forward, maybe a step back or two with a tough fight, and then goes back forward. I'm going with Cub. I'm going with. I'm saying Cub's going to rise to the uh, occasion. I do too, and he's going to win a decision. I think. I think he's going to win a decision. He's being with TJ, one. having a really cool fight camp, like new focus, a new maybe vigor because battle. It's going to be a battle. Yeah, I and say I, I go, go with Cub. I'm going with Cub, Cub by decision, Phoenix. I'm going with Cub by decision. Decision, yeah. You know. So Jim Norton has Hanato Moicano by decision. I wrote down Hanato Moicano by decision. But I think I'm just, I want to take Cub. Because oh, yeah. I'm rooting for, I'm a, I'm a Cub Swanson fan. I'd like to see him Me win. Me too. Uh, he's doing what he <laughs> normally does. And he's putting on a good hat. He's making like he's not picking both guys, but he really is. This is what's going, listen, mm-hmm. can I just say to the untrained mm-hmm. eye that right now somebody's saying, that Christopher Duisa, what a nice guy. Yep. He was picking the guy he really <laughs> thought was going to win, but he feels bad. He likes Cub. Cub calls in. He's going to go with Cub. So he's a flip-flopper. That's one. And two, if Anato wins and he picks Cub, well, you know, guys, I really, I That's picked Anato. exactly right. Well, I, yeah. So can I just do this for you? Uh-huh. And this is, be, this is for the audience. Everybody's behind me. Nobody likes a flip-flopper. <laughs> Make a decision. I've, okay, I'm fine. I'm taking Kanata Moicano by decision, but I'm All rooting. Right. But I'm rooting for Cub. All right. I'm booing you because you're fucking. How dare this. you go against Cub? I know. You know what we should do? I was thinking when Jim's back. I, I was thinking about instituting. We oh, should be. Fuck. We should be able to pass on a pick on one fight. You know what? I'm gonna pass. Yeah, one on. that you can Just pass. One. Yeah. Okay. Because it's like it's listen. I get a text right now. Just leaving the gym. Y'all free? Let's get him on the phone for the last last two. He'll, he'll, All right. He'll help William Dean Thomas. Yeah, I got one. Picks. Y'all still on? That's I'm saying right now. Right I'm sending now. him a selfie of me giving him the finger. Both of us. The Dean Thomas. Let's see the selfie. This is to you, Dean Thomas. <laughs> That's for always This is the second time we've done this. And we're this. giving you a text, Dean Thomas. Hope you get it. Did you send it to him? Yeah. Good. Fuck this guy. <laughs> no, he's a good guy. <laughs> I, I made him do the MC Hammer dance on a fitness show. <laughs> He'll never forgive me. 
I'll never forgive him for doing that. <laughs> I have an idea for a skit for you and I, Matt. Who is this? What's up, man? Yo. Team Thomas, I'm going to sing the first. Let's plan we're doing an improv. Ready? Yeah. All right, listen. Listen, I'm going to right. start the first part. You just go with it. You might, you might want to sing. You might want to have fun. Feels like okay, yesterday, me and you were in a carriage ride. Ready? Hinato Manano. What a wonderful Akuma name. Matata. <laughs> I, Akuma Matata. That's what it means. Yeah, you can't just say, what, the, what do you get? What do you think you did? You get a, a gold star for getting something right? You're supposed to sing something back. <laughs> Hinato Manano. Wait, how does this pronounce his name? Hakuna Hinato Makano. Hakuna Matata. No, fuck you. No, You're, you got to come up with something well, new. I'm hanging up on him. I'm hanging up I on did. him. I did. I I'm did not hanging up. up. Hold on. Let's, 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 enough playing around. Dean Thomas, I'm so I happy. I just came up. What What's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> Dean, what are you doing? Where are you coming from? Well, I was at the gym, man. Like, I didn't know. I, I, thought, I didn't know what was going on today, man. I wasn't prepared. Didn't I didn't I, write down my jokes. Right or, listen, I know what? I did this on purpose. Because who were you talking to last night? Tell the audience. I was talking to you. Yeah, motherfucker. And you was we were talking about you coming on, and then I kind of what did I kind of do? I kind of I didn't shut it down, but I made like yeah, we you kinda, shut it down. Well, I made like we were busy. <laughs> do you know why I did that? Because you're getting you're, write, you're writing your little fucking fat jokes and your little. I know what you're doing, short jokes. <laughs> you're doing all this stuff, man, Matt, Sarah. I can't see you. Well, I'm looking at. I know your jokes, and I knew no, you were setting stuff. So I like to get you when you're not ready to attack me. Oh well, you did you did a good job of that. Thank you very much. Because, yeah, man. What's I just got out the gym. You know what I'm saying? I was in there kicking it with my people. What's going on, man? Well, we're going over myself and the great Phoenix Carnivale. We're going over the fights for this weekend, and we want you okay. to chime in yes. for the last, the co-main event and the main, main event. event. So we're doing our picks, okay. and we want to hear your take on it. Because despite what I say, uh, I you know, and, and what Phoenix and Chris Medusa say, we uh, you are a knowledgeable guy in in, in the well, martial arts. I know, you know. I stick I'm up for you. I, I stick up for you. Chris the producer is the guy that behind the closed doors. He flip flopped on Cub Swanson two seconds ago. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. All right, let's leave him <laughs> alone. Go ahead. Hey, Cub was on. Cub was on already. Yeah, I'm we spoke on. to him. All right. Okay. 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 All right. My turn now. Go ahead. All right. So, what are we talking about? We're t- we're talking about the co-main event, the champ okay. Demetrius Johnson, Ooh. who just seems und- uh, indestructible. And he's fighting Henry Henry Sheruto. 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 It means no worries. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. Tell me. I'm gonna Tell look me up right what Sheruto means. Okay, so so Did what you do you want my take on that? Send that to me. That's gonna be cute. You gotta cut it up the right way. Yeah, I'll send it to you. You can oh, do we it. on air. Oh, hey, Dean. Yeah. Let me, let me ask you something. What do you What's think going on? of Demetrius Johnson for Sheruto? Do you feel like it's going to be just the, the the same thing? Or do you think Suhuto could come up with something, pull something out of his hat? Suhuto means bushy eyebrows. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I swear to God, I, thought it I just meant, don't worry, it up. Don't worry. Listen, listen, Phoenix, I didn't, I didn't take you as the racist type. But no, I think that's a I'm not. I'm Latino. Uh, Thomas, I'm going to kick it right out of you. But go ahead. Matt, don't tolerate that, man. It's not good for this climate that we have Just going Googled on. Just Google it. I swear. Right no, what is good for this? This race relations everywhere. Everybody should see our relationship, Dean Thomas, and see I know. our bromance on the new episode of Dana White looking <laughs> for a fight, the Memphis I, episode, Memphis that's episode right. that's out right now on YouTube. Everybody could watch it and experience <laughs> the good times that I have with my good friend. 
Dana White. So listen to me. And, and, <laughs> D, and, and, and Dean Thomas. Yeah, I'm so happy Dean came to my Hall of Fame thing. He was he was in the front. And and Phoenix, they try to tell you to like uh come up with they they try to get all like a little fucking great puponish and like, oh, you must do this, a beginning and an end, and and you know, this one got lost up there. You don't want to get lost up there. They try to get you nervous. Okay. They gotta they gotta calm the fuck down, be honest with you. So I go, look, they go, What about your opening? What I go, but how about this for opening? Make sure Dean Thomas is there and just put down me attacking Dean Thomas. So when I look at the monitor, it said it had whatever it was. The the, the they announced me, and then it says rib Dean Thomas. <laughs> like me just attack, <laughs> just attack him. So yeah, Dean Thomas. You, thank you for making well, me which easy. Is so to funny. Well, because for me, I'm sitting there thinking like I'm gonna, I'm getting tickets like way in the nosebleed section, and somehow like I got tickets right in the front. It's right next and to then my it family. All makes sense now. Aww. Yeah. Yeah, right. I was like right next to him. Like I'm, I, was, I had better seats than like Al Jermaine and Chris uh, Wyman. Wow. I'm, I'm sitting right up front. I'm like, wow, what is going on? But then I realized I was only up there to be the butt of his joke. It's because <laughs> <'cause laughs> of that carriage good. ride. There's something happened. The yeah. carriage ride was great, yeah. though. Was that fun? Yeah. Oh, that was a lot of fun. We should do that more often. No, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. But uh, <laughs> but that episode was fun as hell, though. You know, Demetrius yeah, Johnson yeah, yeah. versus Henry. Why are you okay. getting off our fucking <laughs> show, Phoenix? Can you, can you let us? Can you let us have our moment? No, oh, she I'm wants sorry. to. Sometimes she sips sorry. the haterade with me, and I always tell her to back oh me up. God. I do, but <sighs> I have to go. Phoenix, this is our first on air fight. You gotta go. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go soon. All right, Phoenix. Where are you going? No, I let's no, no, go let's just enjoy. Can we just enjoy okay, her, okay. her last day on this as a co-host? Let's go over. <laughs> there you go. Bite the fucking hand that feeds you. I'm only kidding. We love you. Actually, help us that. out. Anyway, yep. let's go and talk about who do you think is going to win this fight. I got to go with DJ. I, I think he's just too crafty. He's been doing this too long, and he's seen everything. He's just been doing it too long. Like Henry's a great athlete. You know, he's an Olympic. You know, gold medalist, whatever he is, but. I just don't think he's going to have an answer. I mean, he's going to he's going to do better this time than he did the first time, but I can't see him coming up with an answer that's going to shock Demetrius Johnson at all. So I got to go with Demetrius Johnson by you know a late submission somewhere in the fight. He's going to submit him somewhere late in the fight, though. Go ahead, Phoenix. I have to agree with Dean on this one. I just think that Demetrius just 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 too crafty. He's just too good. He's too good on his feet. He's got too good a movement. He just has strikes that come out of nowhere. He saw him. He was angling out those knees and had the flexibility to go up high, angling them out. Like just yeah. that's a really no. that's advanced Muay Thai, even. So I don't know. I just I don't know how he's gonna win it. I don't know if it's gonna be knockout or submission. I do think Suhudo is getting better every single time, but DJ is just such a cut above so many athletes that I just say he. I just say DJ. Chris, the producer. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think I think Henry's looked significantly better with his striking as, as you know, yeah, over the last couple great. of fights, but has it, has it been enough time to catch up or, you know, uh, get to a point where you could beat Demetrius? That's assuming Demetrius hasn't gotten better, which he has. Um, I'm going to take, I think it's going to be, it's going to go differently than the first fight. I'm taking DJ by third round submission, but I still think he's going to be able to, to win the fight. Now I know what you guys are thinking. Matt, I do the third person thing. I can't do it. <laughs> Asshole. You're not thinking that. Yeah, come up with something unique this time, Matt. Uh, this, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do, Mr. Thomas. Is I'm going to... Now, people asked ages ago, and they said, who do you think's going to win? Let me take a guess. GSP or that short Italian guy. <laughs> I, 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 anybody that would pick me would be foolish. Indeed. 
But I had a few friends pick you, actually. Well, they're idiots. No, they're New Yorkers. <laughs> they're, they were New they're Yorkers. They're not idiots. They yeah. were backing me up. They're Why would New I Yorkers say that? And they, and they just... Well, sometimes they pick with their heart. But what yeah. I'm trying to say is sometimes I don't pick with my head. My heart doesn't want Demetrius to lose because I do like the guy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's nothing personal. But God dang. I'm cleaning things up, by the way. God dang. Do I like an yeah. underdog? Yeah. Well, I mean, Sudo's a great guy. But I do like... That he's a short, stocky underdog. There's something I can relate to. <laughs> Dean Thomas, I can relate to that. You understand? I, I get it. I understand sure. I when everybody's it. telling you, you can't. And I was, Dean Thomas, I was, damn it. I was that little train that could. <laughs> is that, is, wait, wasn't that a story as a kid? The choo-choo train? Yeah. The little engine that little could. Little engine yeah. that could. Yeah. Thank you, Phoenix. Don't worry. Do your fucking Stairmaster in fucking 20 minutes, all right? She wants to, don't look at the clock. We got Dean Thomas on the phone. Chris, the producer. I know. So what I'm trying to say is this, gang. Is that I don't want this to end, Phoenix. I have fun. I know. But I know you got to go. Listen, I'm going to, it's hard for me to go with it. It is hard for me to go for the underdog because everybody's going to call me an idiot. No, everybody has a fighter's chance, right? A punch's chance. This is what I think. I'm gonna do a Chris the producer and think uh-huh. that and say that Demetrius is gonna win, but I'm gonna go with Sahuto. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't what would happen if he shocked the world? The, the, and I picked it. Uh, I mean, it would good, be right? it would be interesting for that division. I would say that if if Demetrius loses, it becomes very interesting for the flyweight division because so many people will be clamoring to people try to go gonna, for that title shot again, well, and Sahuto will really have they're gonna, they're you know gonna, make it gonna, interesting. They're gonna think I don't know the sport. They're gonna go look at the. The math involved with this. First of all, Phoenix, everybody's got a puncher's chance, Phoenix, right? I hate math, and, and 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 a lot of times, Dean Thomas. A lot of times with MMA math, you know what the deal with that, Dean Thomas. What happens with MMA math? A lot of the times, it doesn't make Force sense. Times it, math well, I was going to say, I do, I it doesn't add up. Right? Thank you, Chris, the producer. Yeah. Dean Thomas fucking dropped the ball. I. It, he was about this. Well, you said it doesn't make I sense. I the whole thing with math, math add up. I thought you were going to carry. I thought we yeah, but yeah, but you, you got it all twisted because I meant sense like is C E N T S like sense like money. So like oh, you know it doesn't make sense. That's what you, you meant by that. Yeah. Oh, so you actually got that. Yes. You were actually right on the point with that with me. Yeah, I was with you on that. <laughs> all right, so you're taking. Are you you're taking Cejudo in this fight? <laughs> Listen, D. Thomas, let's piss them both off. They both want to get out of here. We're letting this. This is going to be the longest show ever. <laughs> Fuck you guys. It's the D. Thomas and Maddie S. show. All right, listen. That's right. This is what we're doing, Dean. Okay, I'm go- okay. I'm go- I am going with the major upset in this. And people are going to say, Matt, are you fucking crazy? And I'm going to go, you know what, dude? The guy's putting it together. He's mixing in those hands that he has faith in now that he was yeah. trying to put on Sergio. Now he's blending in the takedowns. But, but you know, Tom, but Demetrius is not having it. It's a fucking battle. And then what happens in the fourth round? Shahudo lands the big shot. You know why it's okay if you say that? Why? Because you've been involved with two of the most stunning upsets in UFC history. Thank you so much. Remember Chris? I remember that. And Anderson? That, oh, yeah. But that didn't even feel like an upset, though, to me. Well, not to you guys, because you watched Chris. So I'm sure to Cejudo's team, if he mm. was to knock DJ out, they're going to be like, we knew it. We had total faith in him, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I get it. I'm, I'm going to say it. third round, though, while well, he still has some juice left right. in him. Right. I mean, he has the skill set that you would think makes right. sense. It depends on how, how advanced his striking has gotten. But obviously, he's a tremendous wrestler. You get distracted so. for a say, second and you get knocked out. That's I'm the gonna, sport. Right. I'm going to say third round stoppage. Right. Only because, uh, you know, why not, people? All right. What? 
I don't know the sport because I'm going with the underdog. No, everyone has to get dethroned at some at. point. Right. I understand what they we're looking at, but there's some things that you can't put on paper. You understand? You're right. You're right and about then, that. And that, that, that guy is an Olympic. What medalist is he? Gold. He's an Olympic gold medalist. That's right. Your buddy Jim yes. Norton. Oh, your yeah. buddy Jim Norton took uh, Henry Cejudo by decision. Did he really? He did. Yeah. Which I think what that's Jim though. That's tough. Yeah. <laughs> Well, listen, Jimmy's a little bird, but he's my little bird. Aww. All right, listen, let's go. All right, so we're going with that. I'll go by third round. And it's time for the main event. Now, this of one, the this evening. is, man, this is a tough one, Dean Thomas. This is a pick TJ, TJ Dillashaw versus Cody Garbrandt. Fuck, man. I don't even know. Yeah, I, I am, I'm going to be the last one to pick. Man, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to wait till I'm last. Who wants to kick this thing off? Dean Thomas, you be second to last because I want people to. I want to build this thing up, and then okay. Chris, you be first. All right, yeah, Chris, the producer. Um, I think I'm taking TJ by fourth round knockout. I just think that TJ has more weapons to go to. I think he's going to incorporate some takedowns into this fight. Um, Cody has the biggest weapon, which is the right hand. I think mm-hmm. obviously, if he catches TJ, he could put him away. But I'm taking TJ. Uh, I think it's going to be a fun fight. Fourth round. KO for TJ Dillashaw. But again, this is this is a pick'em, I think. This this could go either way. But I'm taking TJ. Do we have T- who do we have on next episode, by the way? Before it gets awkward. Do we have TJ next episode? Uh no, well, we'll <laughs> I mean if he wins, we might have. Oh, wait, what are we? Wait, wait. What's today? Today's Oh, Wednesday. we're done yeah, for this we're week. Done for the week. Yeah. Fuck, it's Thursday, you fuck. Just kidding. I don't wow. want to break What are you, Deadpool? <laughs> you bring it down the fourth <laughs> So go ahead. Go ahead. This Jesus. one is so hard because I mean, you know how much I love Dwayne Ludwig. And almost as much as you love Anderson Silva, almost as much as you love (laughs) Phil Nurse. This ain't about your fucking love affairs. It's about picking a damn fight. But that's what I mean. And just knowing the way that Dwayne trains and like what they work on. Phoenix. I say. I say. Phoenix. Yes. I'm sorry for yelling at you. It's okay. It's okay. Phoenix. I'm sorry for interrupting you. I forgive you. I forgive you. Go ahead, Phoenix. I say, Cody. Phoenix. Are we good? I give. Phoenix. Wait. 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 Are we good? Of course we're good. Okay. Go back. I have. I have three brothers. I'm used to getting. Can I boo Chris? Tortured. Whoa. What am I doing? I'm, I, <laughs> do I have to pick this one? Can I get the pass on this one? Yeah, you no. can get a pass. Sure. No, nobody Wait, gets a pass. Oh, come on. Pass. Hold on. Dean Thomas, I'm with you. Chris, the producer. All right. Don't I give her say, a pass. Would I you say, give Jimmy a pass? I'm giving well, no, give my, you... give my answer. I'm giving my answer. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Say Cody Garbrandt by fourth round stoppage. I just think he gets violent. I just think he gets violent That's at some right, point. It's the right sport for it, Phoenix. Yeah, I just think Cody's... All right. What does Jimmy take, you said? Uh, Jim Norton has Cody by third round knockout. All right. Yeah. Um, Dean Thomas, you got to chime in on this, and I oh, want to know oh, why. Okay, so so here's my thing. So I th- so prior to the first fight, I thought Cody was the better boxer. Yes. Because like he's got a lot more experience in boxing, and no matter all the you know the movement of TJ, and you know he's going to try to charm him with some movement and allure him into you know getting Cody out of position. I think Cody's going to do a better job of staying focused this fight, and he is the better boxer, and I think that he's going to win based on the fact that his hand speeds a little bit more mm-hmm. and just he understands the intricacies of boxing a little bit better. And I think he's going to outstrike TJ. He's not going to get taken down. I think he's going to outstrike TJ and win a decision. Man, that, that is, that's, that's a, 
that's a really solid uh, analogy. Analogy. Analysis. Like go back to the cruise strategy a little bit, where he he, well, he wasn't he necessarily going boxer. for the finish. He was yeah. he and was just landing and just puts together yeah. great. Just snap the punches, snap you yeah. right in the face. They're painful. Now this is what I'm gonna say, man. It, it's so it's such a rough one, but I I know what I'm gonna go with. Uh, I do. Yes. Do I feel? I mean, it's very super close. Just like that first fight. Mm-hmm. I I there's something I, when we talked to Cody the other day. There's, there was something in his, I, I picked up. He was saying it, but he wasn't saying it from a mountaintop. But he, I heard it. I heard it loud and clear that I feel he has a way better camp this time. He was saying it, but I think you really have to put something on that. Because when he fought him last time, he could say how, he, it's argue, you could argue he, they might have a few extra seconds in that first round, it could have been done. And he knows he did that with not, the camp that he feels he needed. That's what yeah. I feel. You've That's had what... a back injury before, mm-hmm. so you I understand. I, I get you it. don't use your hips as well. Oh no, it, it's it's you know it's just so no, it's it's rough to get yeah. through. You know, um, even if you're mildly tentative in your mind, like you know you're okay when yeah. you're coming off an injury. You're still there's still a little bit you hold back. But then there's also uh, TJ. I 100 percent feel that he feels he's gonna win. I think he's so fucking confident. Yeah. But there's something to be said for not having a net. What I mean by that is if something did go south with TJ. He does have that in the back of his brain, a little bit more cushion saying, hey, man, I don't point to another fucking question when I am doing this. I was looking at him. Oh, I'm sorry. You got, you got, you got nuts? <laughs> the fuck? I love you guys. But uh, <laughs> fucking Phoenix. Um, what, what I mean by not having a net is Cody needs to win this. Yeah. Yeah. He fuck. It's, there's, no, there's no other option for him. He needs to win this. I believe he put everything into it, and I think we're going to see a trilogy with these guys because I think Cody's going to get him in the in the. I'm going to say the by the third by the I'm going to say the third round mm-hmm. in a in a competitive bout, but he's going to end up taking him out in that third round. And uh, again, I I know they have a feud. I really like both guys. Me too. And I think they 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 they're, they're good human beings, despite their differences. I like that they're both family men. They have young families, and uh, they're both martial artists and i like both guys yeah and uh i hope to see a trilogy and that's why i'm going and, and that for the all the reasons i said i'm going to go with cody by third round snobbage okay yeah we're pretty go. much all Dean, the same, same Dean yeah, i like that see i can i can agree with that i mean Dean, i can see that happening i just i think that but for me i don't i don't know if he stops tj because tj moves so much mm-hmm. and he's gonna be hard to really get clean shots off on mm-hmm. like even if he gets one it hurts him i just think tj move so much instinctively move so much it is going to be hard to just get a, another clean shot on like back to back to really put him away uh, but i think that he just does a better job of controlling tj this time you know who else moves really good is that, that is that dominic cruz moves really good and the other guy yeah. did a fucking he gave a break dancing uh lesson a uh, performance and he was landing, <laughs> he was landing some shit I feel like- so i think that cody is going to be the best version we ever seen of him i think tj's going to be the best version we ever seen of him and I think that uh, these guys are meant to have a trilogy, and that's what I would. That's that's what I. That's would be a beautiful thing. Uh, Dean Thomas, what do you want to plug? Um, if it's your improv, I'll fucking hang up on you no, right no, now. No, no, I'm not. I'm not plugging my improv. I want to plug. Tell me, Dana White looking for a fight. Oh God, is that uh, a good show? Season season three, episode two in Memphis. I, I got to plug that. Come Damn on, right. Man. Yeah, I saw Phoenix going near the board. And I saw her finger, it was going back and forth. It was the Longo clap or the Wyman clap. I go, how dare you? She did the right thing. I, I had faith in her. Wait, before you go, though, Dean, what about um, Amanda and Cyborg? Do we actually know anything? 
Um, no, that's uh, I, I think that's still kind of on paper right now. So okay. um, uh, Amanda's just, you know, she's trying to stay in shape. She's, you know, trying to, you know, train into a bigger weight class. So, like, she's doing a little bit better with that. So, well, you know, it's, that's all yet to be seen. But that fight is going to happen without well, a doubt. Great. You take her here. Take her to New York. I'll bring her to some places, man. We'll get a bite to eat. We'll get her, yeah, to, that, get her yeah. to that bigger frame. You know that's what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Well, she's got to add some weight yeah. on. Like, I'm good at that. You know, yeah, but you know, but you know, when you move up a weight, you want to do it healthily and make Definitely. sure that you, you know, maintain your speed and your, you know, and your agility when you move up. So, so that's some, what I think she's focusing on that now. Somehow, I took that as a shot at me. All right, Dean Thomas, listen to me. <laughs> that last episode, looking for a fight, Dana White, looking for a fight. You're saying they can get that on YouTube. Yeah, you can get that on YouTube. It's free, guys. You can, you know what else is free on YouTube too? My movie that you never. I seen watched that, it. My ha short ha! Film, I watched it. Yeah. I did. I did. I watched it up until the guy pulled the. I don't want to say what happens. I watched it. I don't want to give nothing away, but there's a twist. I just got to watch the end to know what the twist is. <laughs> you didn't tell me it was forty five minutes. It's fifteen minutes. Is it really fifteen minutes? minutes? Yeah, it's fifteen to seventeen minutes, and you got to thirteen minutes of it, and and couldn't get to the, couldn't finish it. What's the name of it? It's a very short attention span. We know this. What's the name of it? Plug your thing. It's called, it's called Sandbox Memories. You know what was great? The Sandlot. (laughs) The Sandlot was great. (laughs) Classic, classic movie. Dean Thomas. I'd say I miss you, but it's going to get to your head and you're going to be FaceTiming me every day. I, I miss you, Dean. I think we miss you, well, Dean. Well, I miss you too, Phoenix. And you too, Christian Producer. You uh, thank you, sir. I don't know about you, but yeah, you can go to hell, Matt. And, and listen, Dean Thomas, I'm really not that much of a slob. I don't eat sloppy. Like, there's nothing stuff hanging out of my mouth. I'm not like gross. <laughs> there's guys you can't eat with because they're gross. I'm not Ew. gross. I just get my, I sweat when I'm eating hot, uh, fucking spicy hot chicken. Hot chicken. And, then, uh, and I use a lot of napkins. <laughs> <laughs> but but how did you have chocolate all over your arm, man? Because like, I love you... fucking chocolate. Dean Thomas, thank you for hanging out. You're on the hey, new man, episode of Dana White me. looking for a fight. Memphis episode. We do some wacky yeah, shit and we find some fighters for some shit. I'm not going to say what. Was it? Did we That's find right. them for the contender series? Are they going in the UFC? They're going to have to watch. You're going to have to watch. So yeah, watch that. Memphis. Dean. Me and Matt. Dean Thomas, I'm calling you later just to harass you. All right, y'all. Take- I'll catch up with y'all. Later, buddy. Bye. Peace. The great Dean Thomas. All right, listen to me. What a show. <laughs> Wait, God, it's such a funny look into your mindset where you're like, you didn't tell me it was 45 minutes. He's like, it's eight minutes. It's I know, dude. Minutes. I fucking... I, I, it, you know what it was? It felt like it was... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I support anything Dean Thomas does. He's a great human being. Much like Phoenix. Phoenix, I thought we were going to be... We started to sing. Then we almost had our first on-air fight, which we didn't, really didn't. No, we I didn't. know, we didn't. No, we didn't. But it would be fun, though. Not really. I can't fight with we'll you. We'll make an improv scene. I like you we'll too much. Fight. I like you too much. I don't... I don't think I'd fight with anybody in in this room. Never mind. Listen to me. Guys, Chris the producer. Yes. Strong like on, for me. That's I love nice you, buddy. You. Thank you. Don't say it back, though. It's going to be weird. No, we'll be here next week. <laughs> the fights. Give a proper plug for the fights, please. Uh, UFC 227. 227. 227. Yeah. 227? Remember that show? I do. <laughs> Seems like hurricane, hurricane season is over. There was a C from that from Pineapple <laughs> Express. Anyway, he says. UFC 227, August 4th. This Saturday. This Saturday. Do a plug quick for yourself. Uh, Phoenix Carnivale on all social media. I have a podcast called In Fighting Shape, which focuses on health, wellness, interviews, fighters, celebrities, athletes, all that good stuff. And yeah, just find me there. Okay. All right, everybody. SarahBJJ.com. It's all good. And uh, that's all I got to say. Oh, by the way, I'm having the great Gordon Ryan. 
who's phenomenal in jiu-jitsu. He's like one of the best on the planet right now. He hangs out with my buddy John Danner, Henzo Gracie. You know these guys. Yeah. He's coming out to Sarah BJJ Huntington on August 11th. And he's going to be doing a seminar there. So I want to plug that for, for, that, for that guy. I'm looking he's at my calendar nice, to he's see if I'm free. He's a nice kid, respectful, and he's dangerous as all hell. He takes limbs. Okay. Right? Gordon Ryan seminar. It's a Saturday. Sarah BJJ. It's uh, at .com. All right, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.